0: Hello, and good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, whatever time of day you might be listening to this. Uh, it is, do you expect us to talk commentary time, and uh, joining me as ever is, uh, well, I should introduce myself first. I am uh, the the uh, commentary host, Simulatronics, or Chris, uh, and joining me as always is Rebecca. Hello. And David.
1: Well, I'll clear up that time of day thing. Good
2: evening, folks. Did you forget what your name was?
1: Uh, Yeah, he also made it sound like Chris was the stage name, didn't he? Well, I went by Cinematronics (laughs) till I was old enough, and then I decided to jazz it up with Chris. So called up Chris. Yeah, people wish I would take
0: it, so I thought I'd just call myself something normal.
1: Well, they kept spelling it
0: CS on the end, you
1: know. It wasn't working. (laughs) Yeah. I just went for Chris. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, it, it was one of those things where, like, usually, just when I introduce uh, a podcast, I just like naturally assume, like, well, obviously, you know, it's me. I just, I just, I just introduce the the podcast, and go straight into it, um, and then it goes, oh shit, I've actually said who I am first. Because, because if you're like doing expected talk, usually it's, you expect. Uh, Rebecca's voice to pop in first. But anyway, yes, so uh, it's commentary time. and It's me hosting, uh, as always. And it was David's choice, wasn't it, Dave? It
1: it was, yes. Um, I went all over the map on this because for nearly a year, this has been like on the back burner because we've been on one series for like nearly a year with breaks and stuff. And so for about ten and a half months of the 11, I think it's been, this was going to be Doctor No. And then I watched Doctor No about six weeks ago, and had the worst viewing I've ever had with it. Um, I really like it still, but I, it was one of those viewings where it's like I'm, I'm not watching this again in a month's time. I can't be, I can't be doing with it. But I thought I'll leave it on the on as a maybe because we we're, we've done one less Sean Connery than we have Roger Moore film, so that was a possibility. And then I thought about redoing that. View to a kill because we were going to redo that at some point because we've done it before, but it was just an interview with Mark Connell, really. We, the, one of the, our comments on YouTube are like, "You didn't talk about the film," and it's like, "Well, we never do." But <laughs> <laughs> we ought we, to we occasionally like acknowledge it's on. So <laughs> um, fair enough. Um, and then about two or three weeks ago, I did. I committed the heinous crime of watching a Bond film on ITV. <gasps> Um, which meant I, it was... You, you wanted, wanted shit quality and advert breaks. It, it, it wasn't as nipply as as the previous version I'd seen, but it was a Living Daylight, so I thought about that. But then I thought, we really, really do owe listeners the best. And I, as soon as I hit on, like, what's the best one we haven't done, I've been really excited about it ever since. So, clearly the right choice. So tonight, we'll we be covering Casino Royale.
0: Yeah, and um, this was... Heavily in our uh, top three, wasn't it? Uh, it was my number one. I think it was your number two, wasn't it? Dave?
1: It's just like Endgame. We got a one, two, and a three out of
0: it. Yeah. Was it? I was it back in the number three. Th- yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Put it number three. I so long ago, I can't really remember.
1: I'm a dangerous renegade, thinks Becca as she puts it outside the top two.
2: Oh,
1: shock horror! much like, decen- We all put, 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 put it top three. So it, it is I if you were load to load aggregate all of, of our rankings. If you were to like aggregate all of our rankings, it would like finish second, if you like.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh to Honor Emergency Secret Service, which we did very early. We we that was like the second commentary we ever did, like nearly four years ago. So mm, that
2: was usually popular.
1: Uh all of our commentaries tend to be popular, um, as are our ranking show. They they get better, they get sort of more hit. I don't really follow hits too closely, but even if you glance at like YouTube, which would be a fraction of our listeners, because most people will listen to the audio. Um, So, uh, yeah, uh, the the commentaries do well. They do better than most things.
2: I can find mine. get better with age.
1: Yeah. So, I'm kind of excited. I
0: don't know how. I mean, I'm I'm excited to watch it. I think think things with this film is always one you could just pop on and you watch with at ease, so it's, uh, it's very watchable. Yeah, you don't it's very have to watchable. Be in a particular
2: kind of mood or headspace to watch yeah. it. I think you can just watch it anytime, at any occasion. Well, within reason.
1: No, so you say any occasion. If I sat there with it on a tablet at a funeral.
2: Yeah, no,
0: <laughs> uh, that's why I said within, within reason. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well,
0: but it's fair. If you had your headphones in, I don't think anyone would
1: mind. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, don't really want to see You might find yourself singing along to the. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my
2: god, epic tune!
0: So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> uh, we as we always, we're watching our Blu ray uh, copies, um, and we are on Initiate Mission. So, assuming everyone has a, a copy of this on Blu ray, um, we're just going to dive straight into it because it, it's quite a lengthy bomb film. I don't think it's quite the longest, it's not the. No, oh, no, thanks to Sam Enders. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not quite Spectre, which uh, has half yeah, much so plot. A, but um... the,
2: For the time being, I think when Upon This Time was released, it was the longest. Um, so you had like this, the longest followed by the I,
1: shortest. I can't remember. It's all like they're all about a minute one way or another from Magic. Yeah, it know. would be it's like, a minute or two it a Minute or so more than Majesties, and I think Skyfall might be a minute shorter than this, and something like that. And then Spectre came in like seven or eight Three minutes hours, long. ten hours long, two and a half, which isn't ridiculous in and of itself. But you think of all the Bond films to be the longest, <laughs> it had to be that one. I mean, when you watch Majesties and this film, quite a lot happens. You know what I mean. Yeah. But when you watch Spectre, you go, "This is a pretty standard Bond film." Forget the quality for a minute.
2: You could squeeze it into an hour and a half if you yeah. really wanted to. It's stretch you know it three hours.
1: Roger, Roger Moore's films feel longer. <laughs> 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 oh. Octopussy feels about four hours, but no. <laughs> that's because he goes oof for
0: most of it. Oof. Yeah, but that, that, that's, his, that's his walking pace, Dave. You know. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. But it
0: but takes him longer to it, get to places. <laughs>
2: Anyway, to, to spice up this screening, I have various fun facts which I'll pepper throughout the film, mostly in the latter half of the film. Yeah. Um, as I just come back off the latest JBR, Operation Bedlam, around some locations around Switzerland and also Italy, notably Lake Como, and we actually went to Villa del Barbianello, which is where Bond and Vespa recuperate, so I shall have some fun facts about that to
0: when they seem occur. Did you wear a
1: kilt while you were there?
2: No, but one of our number did.
1: That was amazingly not the question I was going to ask. <laughs> uh, the question I was... Go- it wasn't even a question, it was more of an observation in that watching Becca report from this trip... Was <laughs> it was really bit bad. Like, Worst video which is ever. A bit, which is a bit... It's a bit like when people go to Graceland. All that <laughs> history and on- people are only interested in the toilet. <laughs> and I was a bit like that. I was most entranced by the fact she had a photo from inside the toilets at Pits Gloria. And, and Pits sounds a bit like piss. So I thought that was amazing.
2: <laughs> that was a fantastic pun. I think best tweet goes to Dave for your pun yeah. on the Pits what Gloria.
1: Pits Gloria, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, the bathrooms were amazing. I mean, they're very clean, obviously. And the decor, I can only comment inside the ladies, and the decor was quite interesting. And then when you... <laughs> This is going to sound really
1: weird. One of our listeners, because you pulled the flush or pushed the button for the flush, <laughs> whatever the mechanism is, isn't there. They thought you'd just been. So I had a PM from someone really shocked that you'd like shown your own. No, no. It's like no. I think she's just showing what a fine mechanism it is. Wow, wasting water! Shame on you, Becca.
0: <laughs>
2: well, I just, <laughs> I'm sorry to you know to spoiled the environment for just a few moments but I'm sure, I think my carbon footprint is probably <laughs> a bit bigger than that spoiled the
1: environment for a few moments I I'm sure my I carbon footprint is actually lot larger I'm not going to charge you like an oil company or something <laughs> that, that would be my apology if anything the BP to shame fucking great spill of oil in the North Sea and you go sorry I spoiled the environment for a moment for a moment
2: <laughs> no, I thought it was quite interesting how like you flashed it and there were some sound effects. Apparently, in the men's, it was a different sound effects that you hear. Um, and then like in the mirror, there are some little videos um, playing as well. But we didn't oh, get that I in the
1: you ladies. Meant toilety sound effects, like you had women farting in. No. Your... <laughs> and in <laughs> the men's, you're, in you're the imagining men's, something you more. Went, oh,
2: James, or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like in the ladies, you, you heard like the faint sound of gunfire, which I think was pretty cool. Um, and then in two of the stalls, <laughs> yeah. if you know, if you kind of went in and shut the door. Um in emergencies, an and the the two hypnotism scenes. Yeah. And one of them is you know, you can't kind of get a light show with the various lights changing on the on the ceiling. And you go like, remember when you came here, you were scared of chickens? So I thought, Oh, I wonder if they're the same in both stalls. So I went next door. Obviously nobody was in them. Um and you got you know, the different hypnotism scenes. So when all the girls are in a circle and they've got the presents in front of them. So they're like open the presents, unwrap them, etcetera, etc and I was like <laughs> it, it freaked me out. I think it's, it sounds really cheesy, but it's, um, it's really good that um, the owners of the site have put that much detail into it. Obviously, there's a lot they couldn't include, um, for, you know, for fear of facing an E.ON l- lawsuit. Um, but I think that kind of thing just adds, it's a bit more, you know, if you're a real fan of the film, you'll notice those moments. Um, and it, com- it completely shocked me, completely surprised me, but also makes it quite a memorable experience. <laughs> Thing is, also, though, if I, comment, <clears throat> I also comment on the quality and the cleanliness of their bathroom, So, yeah, top notch.
1: The only thing is, if you're going to sue based on what's going on in the toilet, <laughs> the, the only worry is <laughs> more things if, you can sue if, about. If they, don't, if they don't settle, you might have to testify, <laughs> and then and then it'll be it's what were you up bathroom. to, Miss Andrews? And you'd be like, "Well, that's having a shit." Yeah.
3: So, <laughs> know... <laughs>
0: can you describe <laughs> the nature of uh, this? <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: It's more watery than usual, but I had been travelling. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh so point on the Bristol <laughs> stool chart where the
2: I was gonna say, yeah please give me a number between one and seven or something. Yeah. Is it on the stool chart?
1: Stool chart? I thought you said Bristol chart. I've <laughs> been <laughs> <laughs> i be doing this all wrong.
2: A big Bristol chart. Yeah. Um but no, seriously, listeners. If you've been to, if you're lucky enough to have been to Pits Gloria since, certainly it's had the refit. Um, and you can comment on the, t- the toilet quality. You can confirm that there's, you know, lots of. If
1: you've had a shit at Pittsgrove, right just to, to talk at gmail.com.
2: But seriously, like we were all commenting about how great the
1: toilets were. All commenting. So you were there. Were mostly blokes. Did you call them in? Did you open the door and say, "Come in here, lads." Look at this, and then pointed
2: at the flush. No, I didn't. I was trying to fend off all the um. No, obviously it was, it was really busy, so I kind of had to pick my moment, and go in at a time when it was quite quiet. But I was like, "Oh, shall I shall I dip into the men's?" I thought, "No, I won't. I'll just ask ask my male colleagues." What was how was it for you?
1: Well, what words to the men's <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I was like oh what, you know what happened inside the men's you know this is this happened inside the ladies what was it like in, in the in the gents and yeah I wasn't the only one to make a video so.
1: we better get on with this because this is now going to be definitely our first two day podcast because <laughs> <laughs> we will now finish tomorrow you in the <laughs> yeah that's all right I don't mind I've only got to like pretend to work tomorrow
2: so Fine, you can listen to our podcast whilst doing a spreadsheet
0: indeed yeah. Uh, so, um, with that being said, let's uh, crack on with it, shall we? So, on three, I will, sh- I shall press the. I shall. Sorry. I shall. I shall. shall, shall uh, press Initiate Mission. So, count uh, one, two, and three. I'm prepared to watch the greatest movie ever made.
1: With a wonderful oh. Burt Bacharach score.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bronx in a world.
0: Do, do you reckon those people in the cinema who generally thought oh shit it's not all black and white is it oh well,
1: uh, yeah <laughs> well they were I, I was wondering if there were people in the cinema thinking that I used to love this film back in the day back in the day thought back in the <laughs> uh, this one. back, back when the world was in black and white this is the first Columbia one as well I bet there were people who thought they'd gone into the wrong film what the hell's mm. the Columbia logo? yeah
2: they're like expecting to see the gun barrel and like
0: what is this this isn't a Bond film yeah they did you have to make a big thing about there not being a gun barrel
2: Right. It'll be. It'll take another few films before we see the gun barrel at the start.
1: Yeah. Right. We've got to prove he's in Eastern Europe. How do we do it? Well, yeah. Quick
2: shoot at a uh, dot angle. <laughs> Actually, on a uh, slate in slough.
1: <laughs> Equidistant between London and Reading. That is.
2: Come back. My can towel. Mm.
0: More not, but... than
1: a Tesco Express. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the hat's kind of bit, a bit more of a throwback. I think it just gives that sort of like no Culture old bond. Yeah.
1: This had me straight away. This was just like, oh, look at that! Look at the fucking eyes. Even in black and white, this guy is a killer. I mean, Pierce Brosnan his his, his eyes would be really, really narrow now, wouldn't they? Mm. And his lips so pursed. <laughs>
2: We're doing that one lip all the time.
1: And you couldn't have had Sean in this one because he'd have had to be going on about Section Chief. <laughs> <laughs> <And it just laughs> was...
2: Too many S's. <laughs> Not well.
1: <laughs> There's a deleted scene around this because. Um, We've got no context for where this is, but in the fuller version of it, he, Dryden says to I think it's Dryden, isn't it? Whatever his name is. He says to him, uh, not a cricket fan, are you? Because that's basically in the bathrooms at a mm. cricket match in Lahore, Pakistan.
2: Yeah. This bathroom seems epic.
1: I should have left the cricket in to like appeal to the American audience, you know. I bet
0: they'll attempt to do a line of like, you know, that's not cricket, is it? Mm. <laughs>
1: that would contacts. have been a great pun. Not well. Yeah. I like the fact. that Do, do you think the cleaners like? There must be a longer version of this where the cleaner legged it. <laughs>
2: <Bloody> <laughs> I've I'm never
1: noticed this. that before. The cleaning trolleys there.
2: Not touching
0: that. You think <laughs> there's just a guy there awkwardly waiting to wash his hands?
2: <laughs> I think it's probably, it's probably that guy. It's probably his contact. Yeah.
1: Reminds me of that smorgasbord story I told, I'd be still there with stage fright now, trying to kiss but I couldn't. Good... <laughs> uh, and whistling, you know? That kind of <laughs> trying to ignore anything's happening. <laughs>
0: No, I'm completely oblivious yeah. to everything that's happening. No, yeah, I, I, I couldn't could have written room, that no. without
1: giggling. It's two men in a public toilet, and his question was, made you feel it, did he? <laughs> 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 like, that now, we, now we were busy fighting. No, you're
2: but, too
0: busy having a the scrap. There's they, usually also like, that cutaway with... Uh, if, it, if it definitely was a Roger film, there will be that cutaway of uh, like someone in the cubicle, just sort of going, oh my God, what's going on?
1: Yes, they would. There'd have to be like people watching this. Yeah, that gun barrel's great, except for, yeah,
2: except amazing for the gun blood. barrel.
1: Except for the. Blood. Literally,
2: this theme tune is legendary. The only thing I could advise is to crank it up to eleven and play it as loudly as you can.
1: Unless you've got one big... of those TVs that goes up to a hundred. 11's really quiet.
2: <laughs> well, it's, it's a kind of a spinal tap, isn't it? So, but yeah, crank it up to a hundred. stupid. As high as it go? And this is probably the prettiest titles, <laughs> um, certainly in, in the Daniel Craig era. I love Daniel Kleinman's work anyway, but I think for me, um, it's like, yeah, the most gorgeous titles of, of his era of the series.
1: The richest are Skyfall, but these are the most, like, striking.
2: Yeah, most colourful, definitely.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, Skyfall is really loaded with
1: meaning. Mm. Um, this is this in high enough resolution. Oh, so is this as well. look a bit 3D.
2: Yeah, it looks amazing.
1: The lyrics are great as well.
2: Yeah, to be honest, like when I first heard the song, I, I was like, what,
1: what is yeah, this?" I was um, like, okay. I was hoping for Donna.
2: <laughs> Donna International.
1: Not Donna International. Donna from the seventies.
2: Oh, Donna. Oh, right. sorry. Well, maybe next time.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I was cool with it. Oh, there you go. Second unit production ma- manager Terry Bamba
2: Yeah, i got a Terry Bamber. I really do like him. Yeah, everyone
0: has in mind, like, whoever's like the big songstress at the time, you know, to go for, like, a big, you know, bassy number. Also
2: featuring tech supervisor Steve Begg, who is known for working on various Jerry Anderson and subsequent Jamie Anderson Mm. productions. Fun fact for you,
1: there. Editor Stuart Baird, hiding away from the director's chair after Star Trek Nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I no, no, want to have a break, professor. maybe. That no, I I seems,
2: seems to be kind of like a common... You know, if you're an editor, then the next step up would be, it would be um, a director, I think. Generally, in, in my experience of watching films, you tend to be quite... You know, you've got a good, good eye for it. As as we've seen with, um, with Peter and on, um, on Majesties. Peter is are so pretty. Can't get over it.
1: Yeah, I got over it now. Oh, <laughs> God, I got my <laughs> breath back and after thirteen sites. years. And it's I was like, probably... look how clever that is! is 007 in the card, look, oh, and and then it's, it's like a... on the computer screen. And it's <laughs> I mean, not even Windows. I mean, Windows, I, Windows. I, wow. I
0: I heard it was originally going to be like sort of the make like the making of his like license. You said this;
1: it was a really yeah. stupid idea. Action fucking lamination. I remember that. Action lamination. Yeah. I would trust Daniel Clymer to make anything work to a degree. But it was like everything's come back to life. You've got a decent, like, young Bond again, and he looks dangerous. And Brosnan so rarely looked dangerous.
2: I think he looked quite good in um, The World Was Not Enough during the scene after he left um, in in Spain.
1: He was all right in the banker's office. That was about it, though.
2: No, he looked good in the film.
1: Yeah, but he didn't look dangerous. That's not the same thing. I never thought. I never thought of him. Yeah, I mean, fancy him was a completely different matter. <laughs> no, he, I know what you mean. though It wasn't a dangerous. But you could argue like, like
2: with, with Roger as well. There's probably there are probably times when you kind of thought it's probably only twice that I thought he would actually, you know, he do some he, damage.
1: He was Bond for forty-seven years and scared.
2: <laughs> forty-seven years.
1: I just he what?
2: Was for
0: what? What a fresh like tone this is like coming straight off. Um, Dying Boston, the day. yeah Yeah. Just mm. it just obviously feels like more grounded and more mature it really feels like the series has
1: actually sort of caught up and moved on and it's, it's lost a little impact over the year, I don't mean quality I just mean impact because reboots it, are it, ten been a, been through a penny board,
2: now. Been through, uh, Mission Impossible. nothing
1: to do with that it's just reboots mm. being te- well I'm not saying it's nothing to do with that but the point I'm days. making is reboots are ten a penny this was fucking brave at the time yeah, because you'd only it's really, all, really you'd only really had Batman, and when you say yeah they rebooted it, well there was a soft reboot in the first series, and it was only like four. There'd only ever been about four Batman films in the modern era, not counting si- sixty six. So it wasn't as dramatic. It was trying to relaunch something that had sort of died on its ass. With this, you, you're, you're attempting something completely new off the back of a film that had succeeded no matter how much it had become to be a bit laughed at. Now, wasn't he in Black Panther?
2: Yes, he was. He played yes. the River Tribe Elder.
0: The guy with the big plate in his
1: mouth. Yeah, yeah. with the big lip disc. Oh, see, I'd have cast the black fella, but Mads Mikkelsen's all right, I suppose. He <laughs> <laughs> also
2: played Hannibal, don't I mean, you know? Well,
1: it's Stephen Obano, isn't it?
2: Yep, Stephen Obano.
1: He did play Hannibal, yes. I've not seen an awful lot of that, to be No. Fair.
2: That was such a good series, but it's so expensive.
1: I haven't seen much of it.
2: Oh, check it out.
1: Oh, I've seen a couple of episodes. And, and didn't first series like is really it. good.
2: Second series takes a while, but then you eventually get to Red... Not Red Dragon. Um,
1: it would be Red Dragon, wouldn't it? That one. <laughs> yeah, it would be Red Dragon. Yeah, yeah, Red Dragon. That was chronologically the first of the three. Grand oh.
2: Hunter is what I'm on about. Yeah, same. same story. Yeah, same thing.
1: Except he had to turn himself into Brian Cox, not Hannibal, not um, mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins. He didn't have to do things like
0: "Hey, hey! <laughs> but nothing." Just, just ham it up. Yeah.
2: It, Brian Cox is quite a good lecture, I think. Uh, yeah,
0: but you know, I, I, I kind of think he should sort of stick to you know just doing like you know stuff about physics.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> playing keyboard in, in Dream. Yeah. So yeah, incidentally, what I meant to say is the film, the scene prior obviously wasn't filmed in in Uganda, but in Black Park, so you can go and visit that field if you want to.
1: And this is not shot in Madagascar either.
2: No, this isn't. No. This
1: is shot while they were in the Bahamas. Nice and sunny. This is called Back in Skyfall. Stop touching your ear. Stop touching your ear. Wear, wear better shirts while we're giving advice.
2: <laughs> Those shirts cost £300 now.
1: Do they? I think, yeah. I mean, I'm no style guru, but I just remember thinking when I first saw shots from this film, it was him later in the same sequence in the embassy, and I was a little bit like, what the fuck's he wearing? Yeah,
2: what's he wearing? A nice flowery shirt. No, I think okay. if you look up um, Human Research on Facebook, mm-hmm. it's run by... Um, I Peter's also a member of JPL. Um, he's also on Instagram as well, um, and he's been gifted quite a few of the all of our brown um, items... Um, that they do from the the new Bond range, so he kind of models those. Um, he's also reviewed a few of um, Daniel Craig's shirts from from this film, and as many other shirts of Daniel Craig that he's wandering during the Bond era. So, so, might we go and check that out? Why not?
0: He always always like saw me like um, in the role, when he just sort of remained calm and still till uh, he the guy ran past, and he just then decided to peg it. <laughs> just that sort of moment—it's just that moment of like, knowing when to be calm and then knowing when to move.
2: Yeah, exactly. He's got that sort of decisiveness about him, doesn't he? It's
0: a great action scene.
1: Roger would have just waited till his stuntman was ready. Like, his <laughs> <laughs> his yeah, you get a
0: stuntman then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll I get my the stuntman then. See, see, Roger. Course. See this, this. If this was a Roger film, he, you know, he, he would have given like. I a can't imagine mo- Roger doing. This. He, he would have given like a nod to someone. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: he would have gone Yeah, he like... you a younger, fitter man running up those poles. He would he would he yeah,
1: he, Basically, he'd have got as far in the scene as stop touching your ear. And that would have been it. <laughs> 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 Don't touch your ear. Then there would have been a shot of him at Pinewood there, just looking a bit sweaty. And <laughs> that would have been
2: it. Or be a close-up of him straightening his tie or do, do doing the... his cuffs yeah. or something. Do, doing
1: a and judo, judo chop it really bothers me when i watch uh the spy who loved me when he's on the roof with fucking thingy yeah oh, what a helpful chap he sort of grabs oh, his tie yeah. but doesn't straighten it properly and it really bothers me i want to resurrect Roger Moore just to have a word about that <laughs> i love all this so that's visibly his stuntman there i did notice that
0: But you just tell from the physicality of it, you know.
1: We hadn't seen this and again we're used to it now. With other franchises and stuff and actors throwing themselves into things, but this this was something else. And
0: just how it like sort of moves, I mean like I mean how many minutes are we in? I mean we're only really technically in the the third scene and we're into this big massive set piece
1: about 13 minutes in i mean roger would be on his second course of penicillin mm-hmm. by now
0: he'd, he'd still be in m's office like sort of showing how well it showing how much he knows about
1: well, while, the yeah, minister's on, know. while his minister's on his third cup of t- coffee and you know the minister's going
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and reveling in all the party wins for whichever <laughs> fucking government he's representing <laughs> this year
0: Flirt with Money Penny, going feast for the eyes.
2: Feast for the eyes. Money Penny, you're better than a computer.
1: Yeah. I think that's an like, Not
2: well, these days. There's more porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor
1: Penny. I can see the. My problem is you never do anything with me. Now, Still, Craig doing a reasonable amount.
2: This is a really cool scene. It kind of shows at once how like rough and ready Bond is as well. Yeah. Well, it sounds really bet, silly, but like it's I, not too right to the in, bon, end.
1: in Bond 25 there's going to be a lot of him sitting down, isn't there?
2: <laughs> 12 for the shit. I'll send my stuntman to do it. Uh,
1: it's just the guy's getting injury prone and he's still in a he's still in a cast now. Mm.
2: Well, he's, he's literally been given the boot hasn't he because he's he's got his like he's done his ankle in and he's got a... that
1: could be protective it may not be as bad as it looks but it doesn't no, it might, hold, yeah it hold, might be
2: protective do I trust those crutches were designed by Q Branch there anything you see in the paper you've just got to take it with a pinch of salt really haven't you it's all a bit of drama
1: this is the same building they had in um, Thunderbolt oh yes they've never finished this building basically no
2: it's
1: still going. So, yeah, it was in Thunderball.
2: Still hasn't been finished.
0: Which building in Thunderball?
1: This building site you see in Thunderbolt. There he is, running through the set of Die Another Day there. Just falls apart. <laughs> Excuse
2: me. But it's when Excuse it's me. when
1: he die another day, they break, you know, they burst out of the clinic and the wall just gives way so easily and you think, God, <laughs> it's so a okay, wall. Yeah.
2: That's quite an iconic scene now, isn't it? A bit where he just charges through the wall.
1: It's oh, I thought the you meant Die Another Day. I was thinking, the big. No, 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 of the no not in Die it's Another
2: not Day. On no. A comic. yes. No, the scene in Casino Royale where he just charges through the wall. I think that's kind of.
1: One of the first shots you see as well is where he jumps off this vehicle he's on and he gets on in a minute mm. and sort of rolls and looks forward. That was. Yeah, a, that's, the, that's typical a typical Bond thing,
2: isn't of it? it? so pitches himself to the back of the van.
1: Yeah. I'm fucking
2: knackered bloody hell bloody hell we don't see a lot of like blood or scratches and you kind of see here that you know he's, he's all scratched and he's all sweaty and so you kind of get a more sense of the humanity of it and the physical exertion that he puts through
0: I, I reckon his pants must, sh- must chafe right now yeah
2: ripped to shreds
1: is that what it is it's not? his not Sacks a bit red raw by now <laughs> <laughs> The
2: like oh my nuts
0: I mean, it would be. I mean, it's hot, sweaty, you know. Oh, it's
1: stink
2: it, as well. Bet, bet,
0: bet right <laughs> I bet has got right crack.
1: This was on the first reveal as well. Walk in, bang. It yeah. Was, that was on, I think it was the film programme. That when it was the film programme. Yeah. Right, I didn't watch it after Jonathan Ross yeah. left it, and he was like a pale Barry Norman anyway, but... Once he left and they started retooling it and fucking around with the format. And yeah, that's
2: a shame. I think I, I gave up on...
1: And the like thing is... If... Of, you know, film
2: 2018 or whatever the last iteration I nowhere,
1: was. Nowhere near, I got nowhere near that far. No. Uh,
2: it finished though, didn't it? Well, then then it? I think I up, gave up on it back on 2016, I think probably a couple of years well, ago. Well, when I was
1: a kid, he presented a film show called The Incredibly Strange Film Show. And it would have a lot of like genre being... I grew up knowing jonathan ross was a big film person so mm, when, no, when, when, he film original, author, when he originally replaced barry norman everyone was like oh they just put a lightweight presenter in there it's like no no he's a proper film guy
2: yeah he actually knows his stuff
1: when they replaced him uh and who they replaced him with i was like oh that is really fucking lame they have literally just put like a presenter in so i didn't bother and there's no market for anymore, you don't need that film show. No, we don't anymore. need it. So
2: you've got podcasts, but you've got once, streaming, once you got, um,
1: on a time though it was very good.
2: And to be fair, they must like the, the film programme as well, they kinda of messed it around with the schedule so much, like it was on at
1: two AM or something yeah, It was always on late, but I mean it yeah. used to be like eleven thirty five or eleven oh five or something like that. Something this this is the one bit in the film that really looks like a set.
2: Yeah, I would agree with you there.
1: In fact, that is a matte painting of trees behind him. I can see it. It is matte painting. That's lame. I, I think hate Blu-ray. Have I just called it lame? I hate that word.
2: Many, many pros and cons of, of Blu-ray. Um, uh, detail looks amazing, but also detail looks amazing. <laughs> you can notice things.
1: You say Blu-ray, though, but I mean resolution on the cinema screen's higher. Yes. Yeah, so course. I mean, it's nothing we haven't seen, and it never no. quite looked right.
2: Sometimes, you know, it's in a couple of seconds on, on, on the screen and then it's gone again. You're onto the next thing, so.
1: Yeah, and we've, we've all only seen this, what, like, once. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's immediately obvious, but I feel kind of bad because I remember, I think, when, yeah, I first saw the 4K restoration of Goldfinger, um, mm. and I was like,
1: he's I can he's
2: wearing a knitted tie. <laughs> so.
1: He's going to be gutted when he finds out this is, like, his Mr. Skin password or something. <laughs>
0: See, this is how old this film is. I mean, it's got a phone phone that
1: old.
2: Yeah, those those phones, We you know, we didn't have touchscreens, didn't have um, smartphones back in
1: 2006. It, it, yeah, it dated very quickly. And that's the a bit of screen as well. The, the first smartphone was like the following year. So, and we all had them by about 2010,
2: 2011. You had all those big, like, sort of WAP phones, didn't you, as well? And then I think the following year, then you started pretty to pretty get a well. um, proper smartphones. Or what you now know as a smartphone.
1: Well, I got one to sort of cheer myself up Literally like a week after my fa- father passed
2: mm. I
1: was like I need to buy something Yeah. So I just bought a phone uh,
2: therapy.
1: So that was February 11 That was my first smartphone mm. Now I've never seen Mads Mickelson in anything before His girlfriend there Irina whatever she's called She was in an episode of Friends Oh yeah. She was in an episode completely different hair in it. And it was the episode where like chandra and Ross were trying to one up each other on like a school reunion. And she turned up because like chandra had announced Ross was dead or something. No. Yeah.
2: And obviously also in the scene we had Saichin, who you remember from
1: See Union of twice,
2: Dad. who gives Bond a very best duck. <laughs>
1: ah, Peking duck. This is going to be <laughs> awkward when Daniel Craig meets her later then, because technically he's fucked.
2: her. <laughs> Darling, <laughs> I, <laughs> I gave you the best duck. Really.
1: Yeah. Bond has had her.
2: <laughs> Luckily they don't remember each other, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, to be brief though, isn't it? So it'll be the same but different, you know. She'll just blow him this time or
2: something. <laughs> same but different.
1: Now, yeah, this M feels a little different, even though it's the same one. Partly because the tits are on display, which was a bit of a surprise. <laughs> sexy June, Dame uh, Judy. Sexy M. It's not M, it's M. Mm. No, M.
2: Mm. <laughs> I do like a line crashed, I missed the gold ball. I think that's quite, that's quite funny. That's
1: great. Go, it's just also much more direct. And also, yeah. the, the am, Brosnan. Am, film. am I seeing a Brosnan cleavage there? Yeah.
0: Jesus Christ, I don't know why I've just noticed that.
2: <laughs> there we are. The things you need some Blu ray number two. I just,
1: just found myself staring at Judy Genscher's tits. It's, it's not up. a resolution, Becca, because back in the day when I was watching low res porn, I could still make it out. You know, it's like.
2: oh good for you, I guess.
1: Yeah. I don't know why I shared that. But anyway. um
2: fact, <laughs> folks.
1: Fun fact: Dave has always watched perfectly viewable porn. Oh dear.
2: Um,
1: yeah, the the, the previous version, the, the 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 Brosnan version of M, the M character in those films, was more of an accountant, much more of a bean counter. Whereas she's much more part of the spy fraternity here. Much more. Yeah, she's
2: very. She's more now, There she?
1: are things you do not ask us, and she understands that life. I don't know why he's gone there. Why has he gone to her house to do this? Is she the only one with a government computer or something.
2: I think so. Probably
0: an access thing, but it's it's probably partially like a, you know, him being him being a cocky twat. Yeah. I've got to say, though, Daniel Craig has never looked better in this film.
1: No, he looked pretty good um, in Quantum, although maybe his hair was a touch too long. They never quite get it right after this one. Because um, his hair's ever so slightly too long, it, it looks like he should be in The Monkeys or something in the next one. And then in Skyfall, they give him a silly military buzz cut. Yeah, no, he looks the business. He looked pretty good in Spectre. He'll look okay in the new one. He, he is obviously getting older and there's no hiding that, but he'll look all right. My only worry is if he's, if he's... How much... Is he still going to be in shape when they do film? Because you lose that degree of conditioning quite quickly. I thought M was a in me a signed letter. I didn't think it stood for mmm. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now I well, we know,
2: thanks to Spectre, we know it doesn't mean moron. But you all know what C means.
1: Yeah. Cats. not not the word they said. No. <laughs> I wish they hadn't spelt that joke out. So, so how do
2: we, how do we rate this in terms of the various bond and scenes?
1: This one's pretty good. Um it doesn't always go in line with the quality of the film, because I think one of the very best ones, for example, is Moonraker. Um, in, Ven- in Venice, not at the end where Bond's waving his knob around. No. <laughs> yeah, um think we
2: the world one more time.
1: Goldeneye one's very good.
2: Yes, uh, that's one of my
1: favourites. Uh, the Doctor No one's great. I just think it's really straight to the point, just because it's so late at night as well, and he's been out gambling and all that. and Give us your gun. Yeah, give
2: us your um, gun, let's have it.
1: The Goldfinger one. Right. The Goldfinger one would be good if I didn't inadvertently find it funny at the same time. It's <laughs> just a personal vendetta. It's like you fucked her once. <laughs> <laughs> it's a personal vendetta. It's, it's personal now. She's up there with. Her. I'm sorry, you loved her. It's didn't
2: always you? personal. <laughs> Have you not known this in fifty odd years?
1: Re- but it is a good scene. Um, I like the Thunderball one. I'm going through a lot of the early ones here. That's probably because I like Bernard Lee, but. Uh, the Thunderball one's really good. Back in the office, where it's like, you think this, this lead's worth checking out, sort of. Um, what else? Yeah, there's quite a few. The, the, the series isn't, isn't short of pretty good exchanges. This is, That was a good one, man.
2: Oh, look, Bond drives a Ford in this film.
1: Oh, I've not had that yet. No, I just only remembered. Oh, yeah, he drives a Ford. It's like, shit, what's happened to the timings? Now he's in the Ford. There we yeah. go.
0: Just remember yeah, the days uh, when we used to watch a bomb film and we rarely saw London. <sighs> yeah,
1: <imagine. laughs> Globetrotting secret agent, living the life we can all dream of on Docklands. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, how could they make it less exotic for you? They, you know, you'll go and see a film at the Printworks next time or something. <laughs> and here he is at the Mayflower Steps. Like... Wow.
0: Going undercover in
1: Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> in Sheffield. Learn learn while why everyone's talking about steel. <laughs>
2: undercover <laughs> in
1: Salisbury. They're filming in Scotland again this time.
0: Yeah, so they're going to more glamorous uh, location to to get him where, where he apparently is living. And they're gonna bring you back in retirement to go to Scotland. <laughs>
1: <laughs> James, if it you're not too so busy, we've got we've got someone <laughs> co- somewhere colder and mis- more miserable for you to investigate. I,
0: I bet that I bet that's where the climax goes. Like, oh well, you know, it worked well in uh, Skyfall.
1: <sighs> well at least there's a shot there won't be the fucking D B five in it. No. <laughs> They've picked another D. Fucking Aston Martin, but another historic one, but at least it's a change. And a bit of a statement of intent from that director as to the type of film he's making, but I'd like to goes. know how,
2: how they get around the fact that they blew that car up in the Living Daylights. Well,
1: it's not the same continuity, is it?
2: Well, I know, but still, I'd like to know how they get around it. Well, because
1: it's not the same made... continuity. Well, they <laughs> you made can ask the, new the same one. question a third time, if you want. <laughs>
2: But it didn't
1: happen. although it is literally the same number plate so it is a bit like why don't you change it to something else we get it's the same well,
2: exactly car. that's
1: that but was my yeah,
2: reasoning behind the question
1: but yeah it, it's not it's not technically the same car but no it's, it's, car. it's a different line yeah so
2: i, I kind of miss this also, kind of i really hope they do do that chase along the coastal road
1: Ah, uh, yeah. The thing is, there's rumours that's for Black Widow, isn't it? Mm. You're on about the long sort of inter-island road thing. That yeah. Snakes around. It looks amazing. It looks like a maybe a strip. Yeah. But obviously, isn't. It's not unlike the road you see down in the Florida Keys, but more, much, much more sort of twisty than that. This is very handy. This guy used his phone right in front of the camera. Yeah. And all
0: yeah, it's good for us audiences to see. Yeah. But I do I do I do like this uh you know Bond just, you know, just on a whim, just oh, I'm just gonna see Let's what I can find. Yeah. Bond's
1: actually doing the job. Don't really, oh, really see that Brosnan anymore. All, Brosnan and Moore were always a bit like, who can I finger for information? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh I'll meet that guy, he will t he'll
0: i right. he'll, 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 he'll lead me to this guy and I'll meet that guy and then
1: He's thinking, oh, I
0: don't
1: have to fuck it's a global supply in. chain, isn't it? I, hope I don't have to fucking. No, he's she's all like hello, isn't she? And I, yes. Oh
2: hello, sexy man. See, when he chats up the receptionist, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't be able to do that today due to GDPR.
1: Uh, yeah, but hang on a minute. Where in the world are they, Becca?
2: No, I know. I'm only joking. <laughs> Obviously, they wouldn't apply because GDPR they're in the Bahamas. GDPR mm-hmm.
1: European Union rule, of course.
2: I know. It. <laughs> but yeah, if they were in Europe.
1: And data regulations. That then
2: GDPR would apply, but because they're in Bahamas, no.
1: Basically, if you're in the UK now, any fucking website you go to, to ask you about 12 times whether you're all right with cookies because they care about your privacy, and that's GDPR <laughs> legislation. I'd, I'd rather be fucking spied on than this bollocks. <laughs> it's getting on my tits. I've always found it funny how she sort of sits really, really upright on the, on the horse. Like here are my breasts.
2: <laughs> he looks magnificent on the horse, and it's, he looks magnificent coming out of the ocean.
0: It's almost as if uh, she wants to show him off, Dave.
1: Shameless. <sighs> she just whipped him out, let a bit of sun at him. He's in there, look. With with the woman.
0: <laughs> it's forcing <horse> around. <laughs> I've just quick question. What if that's not her, her husband? Who is it? <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> well, not, not Mr. He. Ed. He is her husband, and he doesn't shagger. So, I'm suspecting if he wasn't her husband, he wouldn't shagger.
2: Maybe just a hot date that she picked up for the night.
1: But what if Demetrios was gay? Would Bond have to seduce his boyfriend?
2: Who knows? Yeah, well, that's a
0: snarer who's not seen Bond, do.
1: He was dressed very similar to that in some of the uh, leaked shots from the set in Jamaica from the new film. That sort of black shirt. Remi- <clears> he <throat> reminds me of Dalton in this sort of little stretch of the film.
0: In what way, which...
1: Just very no-nonsense. When he's gambling with him in a minute, mm. it just feels very no-nonsense. It's like, yeah. There hasn't been a Bond like that in so long. That Really, I mean, it's quite clear what I think of the various Bonds if you've been mm. listening to us for years, but that isn't really to denigrate his predecessor. It's just a change of tone and a welcome one. No one would have played this quite like Daniel Craig. And we... But... Pierce would have narrowed his eyes and pursed his lips. That's what he did. He'd be looking at him and thinking about him and trying to psych him out at cards and stuff, and you could actually see how he would play it. Whereas Daniel Craig hasn't actually quite played this sequence the way I thought he would, knowing him as an actor now. And when you think about it, Dalton used to do that. He used to do like takes that weren't necessarily expected. They weren't wildly off the wall. They just weren't what you would guess. If you think about how he delivers the problem eliminator line, Mm that's not that's a pretty non-standard delivery of it and i think the way he plays this scene is pretty non-standard as well it's very it's direct but he's quite relaxed and sat mm. back in his chair and stuff you, you know a, a lot of other actors would be you know leaning forward and being a lot more serious about it
0: yeah try, trying to like one up on but yeah i mean, but he's w-
1: watching demetrius's eyes which yeah. fits with fits with what we learn later
0: Yeah, it, it works well because it's just, like, complete at ease.
1: Yeah. Yeah, give him a chance to win his money back. I'm going to fuck his wife <laughs> later, so... <laughs> I'll <see> his car. <laughs> let's, let's, let's at least give him one effort at uh, a moment of glory.
0: So he's looking at... Thinking, like, well, I'm just about to really fuck him, so yeah, go for it.
1: <laughs> and he's good as well. He's good at cards. The film established Demetrios is good at cards, which tells you Bond is very good at cards.
2: Yes, yeah, so he's exceptionally good at cards.
1: Yeah, Demetrios has been there, like, bankrupting other people all week.
2: It also shows you that he takes risks, as does Bond.
0: So, so it's not like. um I can go you'll yeah, stick,
2: stick on five.
1: You'll stick on five. Two
2: likes
0: to live dangerous. You want to play it safe?
1: Okay? Want to play it safe? Please
2: stay alive. <laughs> I'm going to stick. I too. <laughs> I suggest you play, sir. <laughs> I'll stand.
1: It was even small things here, like um, it's the first time I have seen Bond where, like, not every hair is absolutely frozen in fucking place. You know yeah. what I mean? They, they had this obsession with the hair being perfect to the point they even used like part toupees on like Brosnan who's got effectively a full head of hair. Don't be so silly. You're just getting very daft about hairline now. And here it's like they've, they've just gone with more natural. And if he gets a bit ruffled through a scene, that's okay. And again, that sort of thing loses impact over time because you rinse and repeat over, over later films. And we get used to the fact now that Bond gets hurt. But like if you watch all the Bond films in order, it's only when you get to the world is not enough. He even sustains any real injury. I mean, he does get Mm. he does get shot in the leg, I think, in Thunderball. But anything that sort of sticks with him and even there, it was hit and miss how much they used it. This was the first film where Bond was a flesh and blood human being for so long, if at all she's think... quite emotionally vulnerable in Majesties, obviously, and it's no surprise hmm. those, two, those two films are my top two.
0: I think she's kind of a bit underrated as a bongo. Well, Solange? Yeah. I know she's like a sacrificial lamb of the film, really, but... Um...
1: But she's fit.
0: <laughs> well, she's not just fit. I mean, you know, I think... She's, she's very fit. <laughs> she has a nice horse.
1: Let's put up. Her... No. If you've ever had a nice stallion between <laughs> your legs, write to us and expect <laughs> us to talk to you about No, but she's a she's a
0: good um she's a good sacrificial almond series, you know, there's a the kind of tragic Yes. Kind of like exotic um character.
1: Yeah. And she's fit. <laughs> and she's fit he hasn't had to do a moose
0: <laughs> can, you ma- can, you ma- can you imagine if like, they did that these days what <laughs> bong, bong sha- shags a fatter, just the, <laughs> the things I do for my country <laughs>
1: yeah. and when he comes back and she's like dead in that hammock he's <laughs> like Christ almighty, another fucking five minutes and I'd have finished in that. Hmm. Yeah, Beck is not impressed, but... The sudden change here.
2: Oh, so, no, I wasn't paying attention, sorry.
1: No, he was... Is it, oh, she was having a quiet moment.
2: Um, I was too busy researching fab, my fab... Fab facts? My fab facts, facts. About... That's
0: well, Fab Fab yeah. facts. That's fat,
2: yeah, I've been folks. Too much of the Jerry Anderson podcast. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Fun facts about the um, about the Italian villa.
1: That's good news. Becca missed us talking about fucking a fatty.
2: Anyway. Well, I disagree. But anyway.
1: Fair enough. We won't then. <laughs> I like the sudden change here, though, where he puts the phone down. It's like, no one puts the phone down. It's like, Christ, that's literally. Mm, hello. You see the sort of. The, the attitude anyway, not specific moments in those books, but yeah, you see the attitude two or three times in this film where you go, this is the closest we've come to the literary Bond in years, but because he doesn't look like the description and he's more muscular and stuff like that people don't see that Oh, it's me husband Wait here, love
2: Excuse me
1: I'll tell him you about my sisters.
0: <laughs> I reckon she's well good. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I, I've nearly question. got a right feeling then.
1: I um, You have all night to question me. Can you imagine if that's what happened now? He just... just <laughs> no! So, what's up, what's your favourite colour? She's, she's there slowly going bone dry <laughs> and he's like, so, uh, where'd you go to school? <laughs> I don't know if we're roughly <laughs> ins- uh He's hanging up. now, So that's where we are. It's just cut to outside and he's just driving.
0: Have you seen the movie Brief Encounter?
1: Uh, yeah, there's no shagging in it. i be disappointed.
2: I'm sure somewhere there's like a porno version.
1: I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Because who would that be for? Which market is desperate to watch? Well, yeah.
2: There must be like a adult movie <laughs> called Beef Encounter.
1: Possibly. Not
2: based on either like, the, you know.
0: Body Worlds. Hmm.
2: Oh, do you remember this? This is a bit of a flashback, isn't it? When Body Worlds was all the rage. It's
1: not something I'm desperate to go to, to be fair.
2: I think I I really wanted to go at the time, but missed it. I think it's making a comeback. Body Worlds. I remember Channel 4 did a series of programmes where they would would do autopsies or look at the bodies of people who who had died and figure out what was wrong with them. I think it was really interesting, because you learn a lot about the human anatomy.
0: Oh, I could just pick up a textbook and... Or
2: you could just read the textbook. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: But yeah, it's kind of, it's a bit like, literally morbid curiosity, isn't it? It's like, ugh. On one hand, these are real people, but also on the second hand, ugh. God,
1: again, it's something Craig else looks. that dates the film. He does in some shots, doesn't he?
2: He oh. Daniel Craig pouts a lot in his films
1: He doesn't pout at all, that's where his lips rest
2: uh, I've decided mm. <laughs> The pouty bond In a few scenes he does do it
1: Brosnan would look like he was being strangled though, wouldn't he?
2: Mm.
1: And Roger Wall wouldn't be there It would just be someone who looks a bit like him
2: <laughs> A younger, fitter man I'll like, send my a to do it
1: that little tap on the cheek was a bit connery then.
2: Yeah, it was a bit of a connery nod, I think.
1: Ellipsis! That was him, and he sent it from Cheltenham! It was <laughs> 01242, is Cheltenham's uh, dialing code.
2: So it was It was literally Cheltenham. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I know it's probably because it this is kind of like the Bond begins, but um, I do like the, the non-suit Bond. Like, he's not always in, in like, dressed not up. Not always. A
1: suit, casual yeah. one. That suited me in, like, license kill and stuff. Smart yeah. casual. Hello, Cheltenham. I'd like <laughs> a taxi,
2: please.
1: <laughs> I'd like to see this film in Cheltenham. I've got to go back and finish off some bird I was working on. <laughs> I, again, like... To what do you ta- mean you don't drive to the Bahamas from here?
0: Again, I just love the taking a random shot, just, just seeing... Just, like...
1: Give it a go. Yeah, someone might answer it. Yeah, definitely.
2: Here. He's taking a big risk.
1: Otherwise, I might end up murdering someone who's accidentally answered the phone around the same time. <laughs> oh,
2: Richard Branson coming up soon.
1: Wow, that'll be exciting. <laughs> British Airways cut it out of their airline version. That's how petty the two companies are about each other.
2: <laughs> I flew with BA recently. That was good fun. Although we didn't have. Oh, um... he
1: hates flying. Murdoch used to to have to, like, drug him to get him on a flight. I pity the fool. Having said that, it's a loose coincidence because BA did not stand for British Airways Baragas, did it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bollocks, where's he gone? (gasps) Behind a screen.
0: We lost him. I, I, I would have loved it if it was just like him, just like ducking somewhere, just like giggling. And
1: <laughs> he can't see me. What? But like he completely hiding, hiding. undermines himself by <laughs> waving to him afterwards and going, That's didn't I?
0: <laughs> Bollocks. Just taps on his shoulder is like, Looking for me, yay!
1: There's only really two parts of this film that get any criticism generally, and this is one of them. A lot of people don't like this action sequence, think it goes on a bit long. All that and Ellipsis was literally the code to that Dory stood by, beside now. Yeah. Hi, soon-to-be-out-of-work actor. <laughs> yes, it's Bond. Where's Rory Kinneas? Where's, uh, <laughs> what, was, uh, what was his dad called? Roy Kinnear, wasn't it? Where's Roy Kinnear? Yes,
2: that's the one. Yeah, it's Yeah, he's fucking a pig
0: in a Black Mirror episode, but he'll uh, he'll, he'll join the franchise shortly. Only, <laughs> only
1: only episode of Black Mirror I've seen. Well, all right, that's what Black Mirror is. I've watched so little TV, I miss almost everything. Yeah,
0: the 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 near few episodes are, are bobbins, basically. So. Yeah, I've heard Some of the other stuff is good though
1: yeah I'll get to it I say I'll get to it at some point it's on your list yeah but it'll be like 10 years time you know I'll suddenly go alright and cram a few of them I don't watch a lot of telly I've got nothing against it I'm not looking down my nose at it at all I just never saw it and it was like three series in being really popular before I even really heard of it and then I watched that first episode where he fucked the pig basically just to sort of get a feel for what it was like, and I was like, "All right, that's kind of what it's like." All right. Then.
2: Yeah, it's all about schlock and shock. But I like Charlie Brooker stuff generally, though. So.
1: See, I've hardly seen any Charlie Brooker. I've read some of him in print. <laughs> mm, Yeah,
2: I've I've read some put, of his books.
1: But I've never bought, saw Screenwipe at work
2: No, Screenwipe was always a highlight end of end of year. But nice obviously, he's, he's very busy doing Black Mirror the last few years. Hasn't been able to do it, so but he's always pretty much spot on
0: he, he's, he's actually a really good um, fiction writer mm.
2: yeah definitely
0: um, but apart from the last few black mirrors because I thought a lot of them just like were just repeating himself and not saying much at all uh, but yeah back to Bond
2: these scenes at Miami airport are not actually at Miami at all
0: it's like it was actually shot
2: in rural sorry see yeah, so, so you're telling thought, me telling the, me stuff the stuff
0: film on... lies.
1: <sighs> I, thought, I, I thought it was like Watford or something, or the Top Gear test track or something. It was,
2: yeah, Dunsfold um, Aerodrome,
1: Dunsfold. aka
2: the uh, Top Gear test track.
1: I was right then.
2: I think I mentioned that as a fun fact when we originally reviewed the film many years ago.
1: That's fun, folks. Remix. That's fun.
2: This is like pop-up video.
0: Pop-up video. See, this is this is something you normally see towards the end of the film.
1: Yeah, oh, I, I, I do better with action when it's seeded through a film of a little bit better. And there's the director I, getting I... his
2: uh, net net broken. Mm. Yes, I see a cameo by the director.
1: I don't think I'd ever noticed that.
2: That's what you don't get very often. You usually get kind of like Michael G. Wilson or.
1: Uh, you know, another producer i'd rather it's a director i absolutely loathe michael g wilson making. sometimes Thomas. you don't get
2: the you know director
1: um mm. what's it called i, I don't mind Cameos. Direct, i don't mind directors doing a little sort of that's me oh yeah but um i really don't like michael g wilson making them. there you go he's done it for years now and it's <laughs> while well, he's there but Thing is, consider him slimed. Consider
0: it- him slimed.
1: That's the best yeah, one. Say- that's the
2: best one
1: for me. See, that's the worst one. I can't stick it. <laughs> he can't deliver dialogue. He's not really an actor. Having said that, I have seen him acting things. Um, he's not really an actor, so he tends to balls the line, line up. And when he doesn't have a line, you just think you're not the director. You're one. He sticks producer's. out,
2: doesn't
1: he? Also, I just think like I-, I sort of think, who do you think you are? And I know. He's been he involved wasn't. in the series years, and I know he's written for it for years, but like, I just think like it's a bit of an insult to the director. Like, well, it's, it's a become a bit like, of
2: fun, really, isn't it? So, like we'll
1: give him a scene. But if you were going to have a creative mind from a film make a cameo, it should be the director, not not the old man in the back.
0: I'd I'd, I'd, I'd say probably just even just feel like the, the name, but I've Bob Broccoli be the one to have a cameo because it's
1: yeah. I, I was going to say if you were doing it, it should be one of the Broccoli's, yeah i know he's as much family as hers but i wouldn't have them do it full stop i don't like it and every time they've given him a line he's been dreadful and in Goldeneye, where i don't think they give him a line they just have him react so he's saying no or something and it's so badly done you just go like everyone else around that table's an actor except that guy in the middle and oh it's michael g wilson
0: the guy, the guy who stands out with a mustache.
1: Yeah, I know. And now he's now it's going to look really sad because he's aged quite dramatically since the last film.
0: Well, I'm not surprised given how long it's taken. Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> he was twelve
3: in the last one. <laughs>
0: but like, let the
1: director do it or don't do it, because the general public don't fucking know who he is anyway. That's just me. got no problem with the guy i mean he wrote with it he wrote for it for years he's he's been a real asset to the series but i don't know
0: Uh well, just waiting waiting for them to sell it mm. uh, I, I can i can see it happening now i think they probably will sell it after this one, after, <laughs> after the new one.
1: well I, I, I look at it and think you know they're really bad at press now and and the stuff around Craig's injury and stuff has let got out of control whereas when you think Tom Cruise broke his ankle they got right on top of that straight away and Macquarie was on social media immediately going yeah he's broken it and this is what's happened and they um, were
2: running on it as well
1: and we think yeah. this is, you know, and they even released the footage of it, you know, they even used it as a bit of marketing in the end mm. um, with actually this, it, left
0: it in the film as well
1: <laughs> whereas eon tend to do the stiff upper lip british thing even though neither of them are british um of like no we keep our problems behind closed doors and the problem with that is the rumor mill got out of control and when they do come out with anything they always play everything down so you start wondering if they're being honest so when they say he's going to take two weeks and he'll be all right is that true or is this production absolutely in the shit because he's really badly injured. Certainly, seeing him with that cast on his foot was not great. But then that could be protective. I'm quite. I'm still quite concerned about this production. To see he can least. still
2: walk on it, they can't, you say so.
1: Fine, but that just means every stunt, every stunt is going to look really obvious because it won't be him for any of it. Or they're no, going to have to like downplay action. Boot. And you think by the time you are doing that, you get into like. Fat old Sean in like diamonds or like late era Raj, where they're not really up to it. No, I'm not saying that will happen, I'm just saying that's my, my concern, depending on how serious this injury is. Now, the delay means they're struggling to get Rami and Daniel together. Um, so you know, could end up like the Wrath of Calm, they just have to talk to each other over a fucking screen or something. I don't know, I'm, I'm quite worried about it. It's clearly been a bit of a mess. And yes, I am aware that the press are putting a negative spin on him, aware of that. But already there's been a problem. We've lost a director. We've had delays. You know, it took they, they got underway and it was like, we've, we've nearly got a script, you know, and now the, the leading man's injured himself again. And the ankle is quite a vulnerable bit of the body for like action and stuff like that. So I'm a little bit worried. I think if anything was going to stop him coming back for a sixth, well, that's probably done it now. It's like, yeah, OK, the body is saying enough. I love the little mm. smile on his face coming up.
0: It's good reveals, isn't it? mm they don't really make use of the eyes anymore do they really
1: not as much I say not as much the last two films have been directed by the same guy so see what the new one does do
0: you think Maz and Mickelson's age that much
1: No, I think he's aging very, very well indeed. I imagine there's little subtle signs of aging, but they're fairly subtle in that you could dump Mads Mikkelsen now into like this film and it wouldn't look dramatically different. There's Craig's aged, obviously. Still looks fit, well, and capable, but he's aged. Whether, I think the only worry I've got about Craig is not. The aging, it's the fact that I don't know if he can come off as the primal force of nature in the same way. The first two films where he was straight in on people and like fucking no nonsense and you know a lot of that's been de-emphasized in the last couple of films as well.
0: Well, I don't know, Dave. You're not playing to his strength. They 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 could ask the question whether Bond's relevant. I mean, they could do that.
1: Well, whether MI6 (laughs) is relevant in today's world. And (laughs) questions about accountability. And doing things the old way.
0: And, and, and do we need do we need 007 anymore? Or? Uh, do you
1: know when while they're ex- ex- you know thinking about whether the old ways are the best, I think they could use like various things to illustrate like that, like the DB5. <laughs> they should roll that out more often.
0: And have like things about the past coming back to haunt yeah. you and.
1: I think we ought to be at the sort of centre of what was our empire though, Chris when we were relevant I think we ought to be in London (laughs) do you know what really would be great though is if he goes rogue (laughs) oh
2: no (laughs) or
3: if
0: he goes rouge yeah rouge he blushes a bit <laughs>
2: mm. like Rogue oh. one came
1: out. It was like lots of
0: rouge ones, that were... Oh, I saw it. Or, they put a track exactly. on him. Yeah, because yeah, that's that's yeah. been
1: done. I, I, I sometimes think like Mendez was like, hey, I am a big Bond fan, and like Purvis and Wade are like, yeah, we love Bond. And I'm thinking, you didn't fucking watch any of them, though, did you? <laughs> Even the ones you wrote. We got this thing we can track you with. It's called Smart Blood, so it means wherever you are, we can track you. And
0: it's like, but, 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 but. You <laughs> <laughs> know. I mean, they could have just had something in the script that said, uh, um, do, you, "Do you remember that thing we did a while back? Yeah, it's still active." Yeah,
1: yeah. we're going to put it in your. We're actually going to put it in your blood this time because in your arm you could just fucking fish it out.
0: And I'm not being funny, but that cannot. That I mean, the idea of smart blood just sounds that far fetched. Uh, that it actually doesn't sound like a good idea. Like the idea that you like put foreign te- technology in your bloodstream. That doesn't sound. I mean, that's, no. that that sounds like a health it's risk to me. It's also the
1: fact that you know the next time you're off duty, you go and donate blood, and then MR6 end up following some cancer patient from <laughs> Bristol. <laughs> We've got him, marmies
0: in chemo. I was like, now oh, oh, pay attention, 007, this has got smart blood. This, is, this allows us to track us wherever you are. And then, like, literally, like, walks out of MI6, has a stroke. What
2: the
1: Of course, I'm dead. Oh. Yeah, side effects include nausea, oh. leukemia, and death. <laughs> Of people who never age,
0: ah, oh, yes, isn't this uh, Tim Burton's new news? Uh,
1: yeah, you said this before, I yeah. looked it up, and I wasn't sure, I haven't seen that they are a thing. I don't know. Last time I ever heard anything about her with someone, she lived with some guy, but I don't know the truth of that. Nah, and every time I look, she just closes the curtains. <laughs> She
0: looks like his type. So that's that's the only thing that makes me like okay, yeah, I can
1: Well she doesn't really look like Helena Bonham Carter, but I suppose a slightly gothic style.
2: <laughs> She's too busy doing Harry Potter. Oh, excuse me. Oh Harry <laughs> Not doing Harry Potter, but you know what I mean.
1: Helen Le Bonham Carter is what broke up Ken and M's marriage, innit? Hmm.
3: Shocking,
2: shocking. Ken and Em. Ken and Em. That's some years
1: ago, but yeah, broke up because he had an affair with Helen Le Bonham Carter. Yeah, affair with HBC. Imagine if Chris wrote this. <laughs> I'm aware of snap!
2: <laughs> you could do it with your old accent.
1: Yeah. But what happens is I, I throw down for example a six and then someone <laughs> else throws down a six and whichever one of us yells snap first <laughs> wins
0: it's it's a game of reaction <laughs> and then it's Here in the it script
1: one self-satisfied takes a sip of wine <laughs> what about you Miss Lin? <laughs> you're, you're well fit but you know a bit managed sometimes.
0: I bet the reviews were talk about like that the game's like difficult to uh, <laughs> to understand.
1: <laughs> Do you know the the thing? I, it wasn't that they changed it to poker. I think it's the name Texas Hold'em poker. It doesn't sound classy European casino, does it? Mm. Well,
0: there you go. Yeah, it feels like you're gonna be sort of in like this, like kind of like smoky Vegas Fucking casino s-
1: s- or saloon. Yeah, yeah.
0: But Everyone wearing like those cowboy hat type.
1: Telegram for Mongo. <laughs> oh, I see you're an orphan. No, no mother figure. But you sucked tits like a champ. Yeah. You've probably seen mine. I was in the Dreamers. <laughs> God, blushed when they announced this woman. I was like, I've seen her naked for several hours.
3: Yeah, she, <laughs> didn't, she didn't do
0: much um, before then, did she?
1: No, she was about twenty-three when they, she was about twenty-two when they shot that film.
2: Yeah,
1: she's quite young. Um, I mean, she's coming up on about 39 now. Um, she's, aged, she's aged very, very subtly. You know, she's just hardly aged at all. And she still looks amazing. I mean, she was in that Sin City film only a couple of years ago, naked in most of the film, and like gr- gravity's having no effect on her. She's really not hardly aging at all. Yeah, she
2: looks amazing.
1: The film was crap, but there you go.
0: Yeah, the, the
2: first film was really good the second film not
0: so much you know what it's, it's, it's one of those things where they've, they really took the attack like uh, you know I, I when the first Sin City came out I was expecting that to be like then the next film and just never did it and mm. then by the time the second one came out no one gave a shit
1: no one could. And it weren't very good and they let yeah. Frank Miller sort of do it by himself and Frank Miller's not very good. But well, did he make it by himself or was it? It, it was Rodriguez again. Was it again. Rodriguez again?
3: Yeah.
1: I'm thinking of the spirit which was yeah. genuinely fucking dreadful. There's something about the chromie effect of that film that like flatters women in it because Scarlet looked amazing in the spirit but the film is awful. It's one of the worst films I've ever seen.
2: I remember going to see that at cinema Yeah, It was awful. Yeah. It's kind of like before the boom in. But the comics. problem
1: is, it sort of picked up a bit about halfway through, just a little bit, and I was really disappointed, just because I thought this is so bad, this is going to be one of the all-time worst films. I thought I don't want you to pick up now. I want <laughs> this to be like you know, this is the one you I, tell I, your I, ancestors. I, I, to I want some...
0: you to nose nose dive into absolute.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it's going to be bad, be really, really, really hilariously awfully bad, which it, which it is for the most part.
0: By type, I yeah, I, I think I pretty much like every single part every single scene in this film. You keep yeah. forgetting like yeah, that's a that's a really well written scene. That's a plan this one. Well. It's the yeah, piffiness pith- of him.
1: Yeah, and he's quite smug there as well. But again, not overdoing it. He's not, he's not pulling all sorts of expressions to her. There's just a slight hint of like, yeah, I've done it. Fair enough. Just give. I've just blown my cover, but sod it.
0: And now, now I'm just going to explain to you why, uh, why I'm actually really smart by doing that.
1: Yeah. she's right, now he knows something about you and of course we know Vesper's Ark now we've seen this, well most of us did going in because her portrayal in the book is somewhat famous but um, now we know the arc. she is just trying to keep him safe she wants him to use, lose organically and naturally and then she won't restake him and they can get out of there that's all she wants to happen she already knows at this point he's has to lose effectively the only problem I've got with this he gets into this car now and it's got real sport seats and I'm thinking something about that's not quite right with him in his suit but there you go still cool
0: it's probably the only only bit of gadget there
1: yeah top one open just as a little tease for what's coming later Oh, what was that? Too late. <laughs> this is a see, beautiful little area, this.
0: See, is that the um, the Brosnan
1: Wolfer? I know nothing about guns. Um, people who are listening, particularly in North America, might know more than me. I've got no idea. If you put a picture of him with, say, the P99 next to him holding the PPK and tell the difference, because the p is like a, a bigger, meatier gun, but I don't know anything about guns. There's been all sorts of variants, and I don't know.
0: Do you prefer this to, in turn? Do you, do you prefer Craig with the uh, the smaller wall for the the PPK, or would you prefer the this one, the meaty one?
1: Um. As far as I've got a preference, I remember when they changed it for well. I can't answer it directly. All I can say is they ch- when they changed it for Brosnan, and I think it was Tomorrow Never Dies. Mm. I remember th- consciously thinking that looks a bit better. But Everyone I, was
2: outraged by it. By the next film, he had the pig's back again.
1: He's had different guns over the years. So that was a uh, yeah. It's Michael G. Wilson getting arrested here. That's his <laughs> film. He's
2: a chief I'll of play, police.
1: I'll play a bit of a ladies' man because I'm so fit. Mm.
0: He basically what it is—he he fancies fancies himself as the Stanley of the of the franchise, yeah, <laughs> a bit
2: like that.
1: I mean, obviously, it predates that, so it's more of a sort of Hitchcock thing, I suppose. Mm. But but it's just—I don't see it. I just don't see it. Though no. this his his artistic um, input to the series has been considerable over the years, but he's, he's not the important figure in Bond history. Um, cubby didn't make cameos he hasn't directed any of the films he's making cameos in so it just seems a bit a a bit insulting to the director whether it's meant to be or not and completely self aggrandizing for a guy that like nobody but the diehard fans could pick from fucking adam whereas like stan lee was somewhat known and obviously Hitchcock would have been known. You could have gone to see a Hitchcock film almost without knowing it's a Hitchcock film and then if you spotted his cameo you go, oh, that's Alfred Hitchcock.
2: I like the scenes with the suits and the... She's
1: very... She doesn't wear a lot of makeup in The Dreamers mainly because she's like bollocky and in the bath through most of it. She doesn't but need she's, to. She, yeah, she looks really, really good natural. Yeah, she's
2: like beautifully natural.
1: Yeah. Naturally beautiful.
2: He's just handsome, generally, so she's now to way, way too
1: though. young. It, her, Eva Green in this film is now like way, way too young for me. Not yeah. that I'd ever have a fucking chance anyway, but she's now like there's something not right about fancying someone when they're that much younger than you. But yeah, she
2: doesn't. The scene where he does the tux is like, Oh, yeah,
1: it is. I'm glad they don't belabor it too long, though.
2: Yeah, that's no, the best scene in the film. How's well, apart impressed? from that scene where he's semi naked,
1: but... well, apart from all the other scenes. Yeah, apart from all the other scenes. <laughs> it's <laughs> a nice scene. It is part of Bond becoming Bond. But,
2: yeah, it is a bit of becoming but Bond. But
1: you don't want to belabor everything, you know, otherwise no. it would be, and here's how he got this gun. And here's how and he here's
2: got, how we got the gun, and here's how he got the ducts, and here's how he did everything. this, and here's if how he did you that.
1: you to show the next step on his evolution, like this is how he learned, you know, tailored versus off the rack, then fair enough.
2: How nice. do you rate this among the other casino scenes in Bond?
1: um oh it's the best it's the best casino everything in the whole series but um in terms of sets Mm
2: -hmm. um better than the bond jim's bond iconic scene in dr no
1: well it's it's a lot longer isn't it i mean if you're talking about iconic moments that wins of course but this is a whole film set in the casino so obviously it's a bit better than the two minutes in Knock dr no but um i love the sets here as well it's beautiful Plus he's about to teach him how to make a wanked off, not fingered. <laughs> and there, there's not Edward Norton as the... <laughs> yeah,
2: not, not Edward Norton.
0: Yeah, Edward Norton in disguise wearing a pencil moustache.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, Edward, we want you to pretend to be, like, Italian for the evening or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: And there's a camp banker.
3: Hello. He's
0: <laughs> great. It's like it's like it's like they sort of like tried to like get to someone like David Williams, but not David Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Yoo-hoo, Mr. Bond.
1: <laughs> oh, that would have been massively distracting if they cast casted. Right. So, hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: uh, you I, think, I think he would
1: he would
0: love to play Bond literally yeah. uh, yeah. oh you just like to push my buttons don't you <laughs> yeah it's not
1: well you could have had the tailors from the fashion. <laughs> you prod here Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> did she want it <laughs> oh All shot very different. Just keep an eye on the different styles. The games the stages of the game are shot in it varies from version to version. We start quite traditional here, but it, it will more choppy. the format. It's not so much choppy; it just it changes with the stage of the film we're in. A few times.
0: I like the, the array of different characters around the table.
1: I'll have a baby sham. <laughs> um,
0: yeah I mean they could have gone full cliché and have like sort of have a, a Mexican looking guy a giant... <laughs> yeah, it, should, it should have been like the start of the Naked Gun. <laughs> yeah,
3: full of should have been there
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like some sort of general looking guy yeah <laughs> uh... <laughs> a Nigerian prince Uh,
1: (laughs) look at that fitty everyone's thinking they're probably yelling out in my version of the script but they're thinking this version she ruined me for the rest of the sort of Craig era though because they can't match her I, I do, in terms of like little crushes if you like, I do have a bit of a thing for Leia do but like it, you started with Eva Green, it's like well, nowhere to fucking go after that
0: I mean to be fair I think they do, at least the, the series does try and make a point of that because you know she is she's supposed to like linger on his character so I I think if you're gonna so in the next film
1: he doesn't even shagger in the next in the film after that it's one or two scenes, mm. yeah, and after that it's Leia Sedu who's a very very different physical type anyway if French as well.
0: but that's the only one where they really sort of like try to do uh, a the the romance, next love of his life, and completely. I mean they didn't do it out.
1: that well, but Leia Se- Leia is like beautiful as well. Mm. I remember for, I first saw her in I think it was Ghost Protocol actually, and I remember thinking like Who's that? Um, and then she had little cameos here and there and stuff. Like she's in stuff like the Grand Budapest Hotel and a tiny little cameo, which is
2: really good, isn't
1: it? She's unusual looking. She wouldn't be to everybody's taste, but yeah, you start. You start... That, that's what you
0: want. In the unusual bongo. looking. You want like yeah. you want that kind of you yeah,
1: know you European got... kind of. Yeah, yeah Leia Seydoux in look is like a perfect bongo. for me anyway, but. Right, wait, waiter, uh, I'd like uh, right. Uh, uh, hang on, no uh, two measures <laughs> of vodka, one of vermouth. Uh, throw in an egg white, sardine <laughs> juice, and one of those little umbrellas.
2: And, uh, knows, do you keep the fruit?
1: Okay. Oh, and uh, when you come back, pour it on the rocks. <laughs> okay. You done now? Can we stop talking about like egg whites?
2: But nobody, but then nobody complains when he uses his inhaler. So.
1: Well, why would they? He didn't stop the game for five minutes to do it, did he? He
2: hit the game for five seconds,
1: so... <laughs> yeah, to be fair, that's true. <laughs>
2: Bastard.
0: You, you know, I do wonder whether like, the inhaler thing is just a, a ruse or something, because you never see a wheeze or anything.
1: No, that's true. I think he, he had it in the book, though, didn't he? Hmm.
2: Yeah, they, they were, apart from obviously having some... He, he, also he, has, had, like, a,
1: he also had a cane with a gun in it.
2: They have to have some kind of physical disability,
1: don't they? Unfortunately, so and he was a fatty in the book as well. I think. I do get confused.
2: They, they trimmed him down. Yeah, generally they're kind of foreign and got some kind of physical impairment. There's
1: plenty of protein in this.
2: Mmm. Set so, yeah, up for the day. Guess I'll be a five a day uh, in that one.
0: It's like a beer and a drink. <laughs>
1: fuck slim fast I can get wankered <laughs> and stay muscular quite important to see Bond do that actually he's just done some ooh what tastes like egg <laughs> um, I'm not sure about the fish view must ask the barman if Pilchard juice is an all- acceptable alternative <laughs> I have the reason he look- looks um... <clears throat> what's that bit under your nose called Chris like your top lip, the bit that—what's that bit called? His is quite prominent, anyway. I very nearly said frenulum, but that's on your dick, so <laughs> <what> it's <laughs> so so it's not that, right? Anyway, whatever that is, it's quite prominent. Yeah, that's why top lip. Yeah. Y-
0: you, Tom Selleck, there you are.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you want to get me back to the room and do what? I, I, I hope they do fuck just for you know. Realism. <laughs> They've
0: just got, like, a tape with, like, set of like, sex sounds and they just, like, play that. <laughs> Can
1: you imagine them going into the studio to record it? <laughs> Your headphones on, you know, and, ooh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Wayne Winston suddenly started voicing it, but oh, she's lovely.
0: What Wayne Winston?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yes. No. You go there. Beautifully shot as well. It's just lovely sets. I think it's lovely just set design more than Mm -hmm. anything else. Costume. surely they must know he's in the middle of a game where he's trying to win the money back
0: um maybe not but I, you know I've never thought of that but then I would, th- I would think they probably don't care they probably think you've already lost our money why, you know why should I trust you to
3: hmm
0: but they they probably just like they figured out where he was and then just went straight there
1: the one strange costume in this series is the dress she's wearing here. Not Eva, Irina, or what she's called. That is a weird fucking dress she's wearing. You're
2: the blonde, blonde girl?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a bit of an odd dress. The hairstyle's a bit odd, though.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with all of that. When she was in like, an episode of Friends, she just looked way more beautiful.
2: I think here yeah, because she's meant to be. Obviously, she's like Rinceauflen, so it's kind of. She looks a bit kind of edgy, a bit, um, a bit angular. So there's something a bit odd about her.
1: I'm about to get some more sort of characterisation through action, I just love all this. You know, bonds so direct, no messing around, straight through it. Doesn't find it that easy. Does get affected by it, but has to plow on through. I think it's just the earpiece, yeah. That's what gave him away, despite the earpiece. The
0: fight so... He should have touched his ear.
1: Yeah, (laughs) covered it. The hand down. He should have made lots of sex noises that he'd recorded at Abbey Road. So direct. Good stump work there as well, because that's on stairs.
0: Again, another thing with like you know, the missed the mist bit where we see the giant just there, like trying to act like you know, yep yeah, no, no one's here. <laughs> just pretend I'm not here. Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Watching more again, it would be a cleaner on the steps with some fag out of mouth. <laughs> That's a Yeah. And, at, it, one, and at,
0: at, at the end, he just sort of like straightens his tie, looks at him, just gives him a nod. Yeah. Okay, it would have been a raised eyebrow, it would have been like a. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I just wish Roger Moore had said bottoms up in every single scene. <laughs> As that, whatever the circumstances, he would think that's an appropriate, like, lay on words. <laughs> whatever was happening, bottoms up.
0: Well, you know what they
2: say. The scene is quite graphic.
1: It's not. It's implied, though. That's the thing. It's all implied.
2: But oh, no, that scene we do actually see him. Um, you know, especially where like he smashes head against against the glass as well. It's a bit. It was quite shocking at the time.
1: Yeah, but what I'm saying is, it never got close to like it. It is. It is solidly PG thirteen. It's. It was never going to. Especially up. in
2: like the American cut of the film as well, because the, the two are, the two are different. So.
1: But it was a 12 here, it was a PG-13 there. And it was mm, never you in You see, any... there's a
2: couple more scenes, but it's literally drinking, you're missing, the editing is so sharp. Um, it, was kind of, it was a little bit more graphic, so...
1: What, the PG-13 cut?
2: No, yeah, but you do see more, and I would say it is...
1: Obviously which quite
2: has cool, more the in it, their definitely. cut? But that's normally, why the scene was so shocking.
1: Normally, the European cut's got more in it, Normally.
2: Yeah, I've done my research on this film, so yeah.
1: No, I'm asked, that's what I'm asking. Does the European cut have more or less in it?
2: Uh, yeah, there's more of it,
1: so. That's what I would expect, yeah.
2: No, it's quite interesting, because like, very often they're, they're going to be broadly similar, aren't they? But I think this one has slightly a bit more in
1: um, there's kind of The only thing historically... We, we, we more language. Cut, <laughs> what we used to cut out that everywhere else used to leave in was headbots, but the BBFC have got
2: yeah, but you see that like now that you think. didn't see that um when it was shown back in the uh, the Prince Charles last year. They showed the scene. So, but yeah,
1: they.
2: Um, and that, that's never been screened previously, so it was the we, first time we, it was we seen we in, in UK cinemas.
1: relaxed about violence, um, and Europe generally is a lot more relaxed about sort of sexual content as well. So,
2: mm. it's in the roundabouts, but that was the first time it had been shown. It had been shown in the UK cinema. So.
1: I mean, I feel sorry for Americans. I mean, what good is it living in the richest country on Earth if you can't watch Timothy Dalton headbutt some twat?
0: (laughs) Did Dalton headbutt someone in a Bond film?
1: Yeah, he did, and I can't remember where and when. I just know there was a headbutt cut out of one of his films. It would have been licensed, but I can't remember.
2: There's a GoldenEye one as well where she headbutts. Well, he headbutts her. Uh, she headbutts him even.
1: And you Used to Doosh. be an instant cut. Like, oh, cut the Attack of the Clones was the same. There was a headbutt in that that got cut out and stuff. Yeah, they got chopped out. Oh, I know where that is in that one. But um, there's some CG here, and I've never fucking spotted it. I'm going to have another look now. When he sucks on her fingers, it was originally like all four of them or something and they CG'd like two of them dropping down so it's only the two mm, no I still can't tell but anyway this was written for her to be um, naked oh, obviously oh, oh, see
0: um, unless it's his yeah, hand unless it's actually his hand that's covering up the, the rest, I don't know
1: I don't know but yeah, there there's Daniel Craig who said there's absolutely no way she would have thought about like taking her clothes off. And he's right. I know she's actually fading shock pretty well there because there is shaking right throughout her body actually. If she doesn't pull it together quite quickly, he'll be playing the next round over Skype.
2: It will happen. uh,
1: They'll just put like a laptop where he was sat and he'll just be in the shower going, Yeah. Snap or twist. (laughs) Five, I'll stick.
0: Rashif, do do me a favour, boy, can you tell me what hand I've got?
2: I what I'm doing.
1: But, Thank you. But, no but pretend you did <laughs> I, pretend you don't know but this was this line was in all the trailers where he says most of your cold heart here.
3: oh shit
1: well I guess I did it then fair enough don't remember it but fair enough
0: I mean that's you know, quite a big assumption uh, that the police would actually bother to look at that. They'll they not just like look at each other and go like,
1: Someone's phone going
0: off. Alright. Oh, Never mind.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> or it's near the end of their shift. Yeah. And they don't know any they don't know anyone's looking, they're like, Oh fuck it, we didn't hear anything <laughs> That shot was in all the traders as well, yeah. like, foreboding. Camera gets a bit more fluid in this section, if I remember correctly. There you go.
2: Yeah, it starts off more static and becomes more fluid as, as the thing goes on.
1: Yeah, but it changes again in the next sequence.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. It's all choppy. So it kind of it changes its it changes its style as as the game evolves. So.
1: And that. Thing... It also has
2: as Bond evolves through the game as well. And the screen saver in,
1: so. and the screensaver of Eva, with her hair like lent back and, <laughs> and, a and saver, between her bre- pendulous breasts, comes from this section. of the film. <laughs> It's very exciting. I know.
0: And this is kind of like this kind of like reminds me of at the beginning when he when he uh, turned up and uh, Vesper tell, tells him, he, "Well, now he knows you're reckless." Yeah. And this is kind of like it make it makes sense because, like, well, of course, it's just what he actually he's he's using he's using this as a tactic now to make him make a reckless move.
1: Yeah. Thing is, what we don't know at this point is that the tell and that discussion and everything. Mm-hmm. Mathis has already told him. The tell is not the weeping blood, the tell is the little, you'll see it in a minute, It's it's the little sort of, there's a little sort of jink of the head and like a little thing he does with his hand. That's the tell. She don't like it at all.
0: they say everyone's got a tell, and I have no idea what mine is.
1: Yeah, have you actually ever played cards, though?
0: No, I guess not.
1: That could be, you know, it's difficult to well, tell what your tell at cards is if you've not played cards.
0: Well, I suppose it could be <laughs> specific to But Everyone's got a tell at, in a general sense, you know, I mean, like, if you're, like, being deceitful in any way, there's always, like, a... There is always a thing... That gives it I way. think
1: going red as a beetroot and sweating like fuck is mine.
0: <laughs> Say, uh, 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 next question. <laughs> next,
3: please.
1: Yeah. yeah. Then stomach rumbles a fart a lot. You know, it, yeah, not good. I don't lie very much anyway in life. To be fair. No, no, no. What do? I?
0: Well it's not a not necessarily lying as well, it's you know we all play deceit to some degree.
1: Situations where you yeah. can't say anything about something, yeah. Mm-hmm. No I know. Oh bollocks No What do I do now?
0: Um good night. And he
1: that goes that over me? and that's that? that from him. But he's met a fit woman with big tits, mm. so happy endings all round. He's also invented the world's greatest martini ever to use fish juice. It's tasty. I lost.
0: That's not right. I never lose. This wasn't in the script.
1: <laughs> but you know what happens, right? I win. I have a couple of drinks. Might have a bit of a fight. Have some sex. This isn't right at all.
0: I'm trying to think. Maybe what that, what that, um, what the film that's often it's actually Robin and Men in Tights, isn't it?
1: What, on. I'm not
0: supposed to lose. <laughs> Hang on, let me check the script.
1: <laughs> look at my eyes, look at my eyes, not around the eyes.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I might as well just get the whole uh, little Britain team in.
1: strange show little britain because it was absolutely massive for about two years and then like died and no one really thinks about it now and when you watch it it's not really dated that well either
0: the problem with with it is it it kind of set itself up to kind of just have have its have its uh, characters show up and they did basically do the same gag but in a different setting or just That's different...
1: Not wildly different from the fast show though and the fast show's dated better
0: uh, no but i don't know the fast show seems me a bit more random but i don't yeah. I, I but other than that i can't really put my finger on it
3: yeah
0: i mean i think it's probably the gags as well cuz like you like you have like the um i forget the characters' na- names and that but when they have like and, uh, which was nice, guy. It, it'll be a bunch of different stuff each time. And that'll be the thing that's funny. Whereas, like, Little Britain, it'll literally be the same gag. Like, but just, it, like, the only thing different is, like, oh, they they are in a different setting this time. But, you know.
1: And the fascia was, was set up according to its name to be quick. So, it yeah. didn't work. just on. Whereas, Little Britain did belabor its sketches. Mm. But, yeah, it's just it's just it's one of the biggest things of my lifetime in terms of its peak popularity there was a period of time with Little Britain where everyone fucking watched it everyone quoted it it was like it was like massive and then they announced a tour that sold out like fucking 15 months before they went anywhere literally it was just I. Had, by the time I went to see Little Britain live it had peaked if you like but when I bought the tickets it was massive do you yeah. know what I mean? Right, we've got okay. camera work this time look. Low wide angle close ups, really you know cl- close ups but then lots of like wide angle to like make him look a bit more isolated. So he's starting to do not so well.
2: Starting to come undone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think probably the better sketches are things like the uh the uh the Prime Minister one. Which had a bit more of a bit more other than just like I oh, know let's turn up and just do the catchphrase again there was a bit more to to those sketches mm. um, but yeah you, you know you sort of think think about like the other ones like uh, transvestite you know I'm a lady and it's just sort or um,
1: that got tired very quick yeah you
2: couldn't do that now
1: you might be able to I don't know
2: hmm
1: you can still push the odd boundary. I don't know. I don't know. It is one of the reasons. It is one of the reasons the show hasn't dated that well. But it's not a subject that you couldn't do any jokes around under any circumstances necessarily. Maybe not the way they did it though.
2: That's what I said. Do it differently.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll Sorry. tell you what. I'm. I'm glad going to see Felix back, though.
1: Oh, definitely. One. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We can find out if he knobbed Mollica Bellucci now. <laughs> go on. Did you? Did you, Felix? Go on. Uh, I set you right up. Go, with on, that. go on. Go on. Go on. I can <laughs> confirm this works. If you need to vomit. He's about to do his Lee Evans impression. <laughs>
0: You know what? I I think we've all had a night like that where we just had yeah. a bit too much to drink, and this and this this is the world. Uh, this yeah. is the world we experience. when you are trying like, to get home, I, like.
1: I have seen folks of myself years and years ago, like drunk in a tux, and you feel like James Bond, but you look more like he looks. Here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Sweaty. She was in extras. She was the one who was the daughter of the gay guy, the closeted gay guy. And she was also in the David Brent film as the H- head of HR. Sure, she? Yeah. I'm pretty
2: sure he's dead now, the guy who played
1: the doctor. The guy who played her father's dad No, the the who
2: played um I think he's a doctor in this
1: one. Oh here? that guy
0: talking.
2: Yeah. Which one? I'm trying to find out his name.
1: Hang on a minute. Just tell me when he comes back on screen. It's Daniel. Well, the guy
2: who goes, Take the combi pen button to put it in your neck. Oh, the
1: one, the one on the right with the, the sort of checkered mm. shirt. With the tie. He's dead, is he?
2: What's well, happened to him?
1: Okay. <clears throat> Looking him up. I don't know what his character's called, but I'll find him.
0: I'm just having a look now, trying to see. Hot Room Doctors! <laughs> yeah, yeah, he died, um, t- 2013.
1: What's his name?
0: Uh, Paul... I can't
1: pronounce that a second name. <laughs> Paul's no, I okay. got it. I've got it because I've got Paul and a name I can't pronounce. So, at
2: mm.
1: age fifty-three. Yeah. Suicide. He killed himself.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's a bit of shame.
1: <laughs> that might be the most redundant second half of a sentence I've ever uttered, but <laughs> there you go. Oh. Suicide. So to clarify. <laughs> so to clarify,
2: that's what this means. <laughs>
1: Bank. He was declared bankrupt. And went missing the next day. And then he was body was found at the foot of the splash point cliffs in Seaford, East Sussex. Mm-hmm. Not conclusively identified until five days later. So he was obviously Wait, rather a mess. I don't know, that was just yeah, severely depressed. Um, and that's what shame. He was declared insolvent, but there's not much details as to how that came about, but yeah, he killed himself. Oh, that's, that's and, a lovely and story. Actually on, on his Wikipedia page, the picture used for him is from this film.
2: Yeah, it's from Casino. Very oh, very sad. What's that?
1: It does seem, though, that in this film that they have sent um, two amazing card players and a load of like people to have a bit of a go. You know what I mean? You never get the impression anyone else around the table's any good at all. Just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all down to
2: these
0: guys. Me. I mean, you can even see it in the faces. They're just sort of like thinking, "We may as well not be here."
1: Yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> totally the way. The, yeah, the camera does highlight them and stuff, but it's like when Felix loses, it's almost like, you never expected to win, did you? It's just like, we'll have a go.
0: It's like, he sort of see the look in his face, he's seeing like, why did he even bother?
2: Mm. What the rest of you doing here, is we going to go down to these two men?
0: I mean, I don't know why, but, you know... Felix doesn't never strikes me as a professional car player anyway, so why why on earth did they get him to to go
1: that's the point,
0: yeah. Uh, and that black guy he's in um Lost Stock and two smoking barrels. Which one? Oh yeah, there he is. The Which one uh, the, the big uh, black dude.
1: I've only, seen I've only seen Lockstock once I saw it after I saw Snatch and I've never been as disappointed in a film in my life because Lockstock had a load of hype around it and mm. I fucking hated it
0: well it is very you know Cockney Y boy
1: I just fucking hated yeah, it. Kind of it Snatch was alright and I found it quite funny Lockstock I loathed
2: yeah Snatch is probably the better of
1: the two remember when people thought Guy Ritchie was quite good <laughs>
2: No, he's directed
0: Aladdin. I still haven't seen that.
1: Nor have I. I
2: kind of want to see it, but yeah, I haven't seen it either.
1: I don't think I'll bother. I'll just... The thing is, I'm, I'm not that in love with the animated one. so. What? I don't really care. No, any joking, don't worry. I don't know, but it's not one of... Some I'll of the animated ones anyway, grabbed so... me, some didn't. I'm not that bothered. There were other things I wanted to see. Yeah, fair enough. Came out same... I can't remember what it came out at the same time as now. I can't remember if it was Godzilla or the week before, but came out against something else, like the John Wick, I can't remember.
2: Probably.
1: Uh, I've had things to see every other week. Um, and assuming one a week, because obviously you could go and see more, yeah. but assuming one a week, Aladdin's got no space. And I'm no, like, fair enough,
2: think. you've got prioritized prioritise, haven't you? So. Mm-hmm. Showdown. Showdown time.
1: Exposition. <laughs> exposition. Exposition.
2: It is a little bit
1: exposition. And for the mm-hmm. viewers
0: at home, I shall explain. <laughs> I shall spin the plot.
1: And I will say it with foreboding.
0: Like Things a, na- could like be a the narrator. Final
1: moments for Spider-Man. <laughs> It reminded me of Spider-Man 3 with that, that journalist yeah, news reporter.
3: Oh, my God.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. God. And she's never going to end up killing herself.
1: Yeah, she did. She died about 28. And I'm going to go at the actress. The actress was fine, but they put her in a thankless role. That shouldn't have been there. You see it in good films sometimes. I've just noticed Rush has dropped on um, Netflix today, the uh, Ron Howard film. Uh, and I like that film a lot. The commentary at the end of the film is really paint by numbers. And James Hunt is now in fifth. So yeah. It's.
0: I'll um, I need to give that film a rewatch. I've only seen it once.
1: Yeah, it's, it dropped on Netflix today. It was on Amazon Prime, it probably still is. There'd probably be some overlap. But I was talking to someone about it the other day, a couple of weeks ago, because Nicky Lauder died. Mm. Uh, in fact, it was a conversation about something else entirely. But to explain something about something, I had to explain something else. and to, But to explain the something else, I had to explain something else. It was something where I went about five steps to make a point, And I was suddenly at Rush. And um, that person didn't have Amazon Prime, but they do have Netflix. So I've sent a link to them this evening. <laughs> So, yeah, Rush is on Netflix, British Netflix anyway, and it's recommended to anyone who hasn't seen it. But, yeah, no film's perfect, and the commentary at the end of that's pretty crap. The racing's not that good in that film. With all the cars look really slow, and that that's not what make, makes the film work at all. But it was an amazing story. Nicky Lauder's story was amazing. And James Hunt basically burnt himself out by the... He di- died at 45. Mm. He burnt himself out with just drinking and shagging basically. I call it a went off not fingered. <laughs> Cause the first time you because uh... the first time you fall in love that's all you want to do.
0: So she must be sitting through this entire thinking we're both screwed.
1: Yeah, she is, you can see it in her face there as well. It's funny, I've known a couple of people slag her off as an actress and it's like, no, 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 she's perfectly fucking good. But no, you can see it in her face at different points. Someone gave that to you. but well, no shit, it's fucking jewellery. What did <laughs> you do? You've just soured the evening now. I was thinking about like playing with your dick and stuff and now you're mentioning other bloke's. <laughs> I love that line um, about killing. Well, I wouldn't be very good at it if I didn't did. bittersweet watching this now, because the era has not been as bad, not been bad, but, fuck me, was this off to a flyer.
3: Yeah. I mean, mean,
1: on this trajectory, you would have the best Bond without question in the best run of Bond films without question, do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, we never expected it, like, all to be, like, on this level. But, I, I, I am still disappointed that they didn't like keep to this continuity and didn't keep to the the essence
1: they kind of like but people who talk about craig who don't like him talk about his bond as brutal and all the rest of it And i'm thinking not really if you watch the last couple of bond films he's actually been a lot more traditional as a bond i mean i know he looked rough for a lot for some of skyfall but you know when he's in the suit the casino and everything else he's he's played it quite traditionally the sort of fairly rough, brutal edge that was here in Quantum has actually been filed down a bit, and I think that's what you're saying, Chris, isn't it? They've abandoned the whole trajectory of what this bond was from the first mm. couple. What do you think, Berger?
2: No, I totally agree with that. I think they've kind of run out of steam a little bit. To be honest, they kind of go it to a head. Actually, fun fact: this also wasn't shot in um, in Croatia. Um, this is actually again on the Top Gear test track. And obviously as you know, they break the world record previously held by Top Gear of the most canon rolls done by
1: Oh he screwed up into Gambon there. <laughs> yeah.
2: But amazingly he survived. But yeah, I think the kind of the, the arc that they kind of set Craig on and I think they kind of they generally run out of steam. Um, I think probably by Skyfall unfortunately. Um which is a shame, but but there
1: we go. Skyfall felt like a mini reboot of types.
2: Mm.
1: It was I mean, it, it's still been a good run. I mean if if, if Bond twenty five comes out okay, and I mean anything better than okay, anything better than sort of halfway up the list of Bond films, if you like, then it will overall have been a decent run. But I think we were get I think we thought we were getting a hell of a lot better than decent run at this point.
2: Mm, definitely. We'll see what happens. Fingers crossed it should be okay.
1: Because this is one of the absolute best in the series. And I, I don't know if the current regime can do this. Well, I have to say, I haven't seen a lot of Fukunaga stuff. I've got True Detective somewhere to watch. Um will be a very ma- beautiful film. Lots of long... Maniac is on Netflix. I think his Jane Eyre is on Netflix as well. Mm, that's a beautiful film. I haven't seen it's any beautiful. of them. Who's in Is Jane Eyre? Anyone famous?
2: I think that was the... Oh, God, what's name? Sorry, I'm really worried about remembering actors' names.
1: Oh, I can look it up. Don't worry. I was wondering yeah. if you knew off the top of your head. What's
2: the scene where he goes, everybody's going to know you touched my balls?
1: Why is it it's died scratching my balls, that's it. Yeah,
2: that's when you died scratching my
1: balls, on. Not touching. Can you imagine <laughs> in fact all he was doing. Scratching. Just oh, my fleshtender, that
2: was it. I could see him in my head. Yeah, this is really good, definitely.
1: Just looking at one twenty-five now to bring up. It's
2: probably 10. one of the best versions of Jaina uh, that I've seen.
1: I read the book years ago. I don't it. Really... Mm, it's an
2: absolute classic. If you want to, if you want to read more about it, I recommend reading a book called *Madwoman yeah. in the Attic*. It's an absolute tome. <laughs>
1: But it's really important reading. If you want to read, if you want to know more about Jane Eyre, can we recommend you read Jane Eyre?
2: Yes, obviously reading Jane Eyre. Obviously <laughs> do that, um, and then you can read about the sequel as well. Uh, the sequel, the prequel, about his wife and how he get how she came to England.
1: Jamie Bell, Mia Wasikowska.
2: Yeah, who's also in?
1: Can't remember <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, I think, I think which that's, I've not that's seen. Kind of how she came, but, uh, that's how
2: she uh, came to like to, to British screens.
1: I haven't seen it, but she she was in... like It was
2: okay. I think it was the one that HBC well, was... was in as well. It was all right. Oh, weird. I'd already
1: kind of checked out of fucking Tim Burton by then. But, but like, yeah, it was it, it was all right. He, it was so promoted everywhere. It was. That I feel like I've seen her in loads of stuff, and I haven't. It's She's been everywhere. Like I've seen her face everywhere. She was like...
2: everywhere.
1: Um.
2: So what else do you know? We've had Toby Stevens, we've had, oh, William Hurt. Um, Orson Welles, obviously famous. Oh, Tim Dalton, in 1993. Enigmatic. Mr. Rochester.
1: Oh, Definitely. Tim Dalton's played um East He's Clif- on York. He's played Heathcliff as well.
2: Yes. And Heathcliff, yes, enigmatic. He's all right, doing an enigmatic male lead.
1: I believe Beast of No Nations have really well thought of film as well. Mm, definitely. I'll catch it on. I'll catch it all before the film comes out. I will, have seen work comes out.
2: Yeah, do definitely.
1: Um, but I'm not in any hurry now because it's still months away. In fact, we're still at the point where we hope it's only months away. And there's no so sign. Of, there's, there's there's no sign of any delay, and they do have sort of time in the schedule. But obviously, just watching him on crutches the other day, I'm thinking, well, he's not close to sprinting anytime soon, is he? So, he
2: might be all right.
1: He'll be fine. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I mean, they'll shoot around it. And they, yeah, they'll Basically, they'll do they're going to have to release a James Bond film starring Daniel Craig next year. So whatever they've got, they'll have to make do with. But obviously, we don't know how much it's going to damage it, if at all, and whether there might be any further delay.
0: Well, let's just open up all these scenes yet to be shot, or him sat at a desk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Probably unlikely. Take does a lot of paperwork in this one.
0: <laughs> See, this is like, this is meant to be like the standout in the book, isn't it? But um, this is a, this actually kind of works as being one of the standouts in the film.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's very. There's not a lot of difference <laughs> actually. The, the book, it's a carpet beater. It's not a lot of difference. He still gets smashed around the balls. Yeah, um, it's, it's
2: got it like he it's, also it's has similar, isn't it? So
1: he also has the Smertspionum thing carved into the back of his hand at the same yeah. time. So he needs plastic surgery between the two films as well. Uh, two books rather. This and the, the next book. Um, and the sort of description of the pain and the, it's probably a bit more graphic in the book probably yeah i think but, ian but kind of they really, went there kind of really kind of ramped I, up. I mean i think when i when we covered the film i might have said the opposite but i've read the book again since and it's the yeah i mean they went there and they've actually done it justice which was a surprise to me
2: mm, definitely this is quite sort of fairly faithful
1: yeah pretty much there's a little bit of artistic license as well as as we all need yeah and also there's this strange sequence in the book where they kidnap Vesper and they'd like Tie her skirt up over her head, mm-hmm. which is just weird. And it's, it's a bit odd. I think that's a bizarre. That that's bizarre kind of like
2: bondage thing. If going you on. tried
1: to film it, it would look exploitative, and funny at the same time. it
2: probably was exploitative. I think.
1: Yeah, Fleming was a classy guy. I mean, the trouble is, Bond fans will venerate him because he's like the father of the series. But there's plenty of content in these books that don't paint him in the greatest of lights
2: no well that's the that's the whole point like in terms of you know it's very much a product of surroundings and and after all you know Fleming said himself you know it's basically a blunt instrument he's not meant to be this kind of this god of a man he smokes no, and drinks he organises
1: well when you know, I read he's, live he's, and let die and I'm watching this guy you know he's, describing you know, he's,
2: he's not like your ideal man you don't idealise you shouldn't put him on a pedestal you don't want to be this person no he lived a really hard life a difficult bringing smokes drinks does everything that you're not really meant to do but
1: well, we get a lot of Fleming's opinions on stuff in things and it mm, it's of course. you know the way he talks about um, basically mm. color and stuff like that is it's just mm. and it's time that's no, not it's not either come off as a fucking bigot then
2: well I think to a certain stance a little from column A a little from column B um, yeah
1: oh yeah certainly there would have been more of those attitudes around, but I, I honestly refuse to believe that's how, like, most of the British public were. No,
2: but it's, it's obviously a very you know, he's more kind of a class so it's a very, like small sector so it's, kind of, it's kind of, it's like, generally you know, not not how everybody thought, but it's kind of like a small a small percentage of the population you just I think, ugh oh, looking back I mean, people really read, like fiction output of our times as well, you can, you know, people really thought like that, you know, with
1: balloons I'm or not saying that's not like the, it's the it's case. It. But I'm, so. I'm saying to, oh, that's but I'm saying, it's kind of exaggerated <laughs> with him. Any ideas? Anyway, we're now at, uh, we're, now anyway, at we're now
2: at... the Villa Dol Barbianello. Oh,
1: you've been, recently.
2: Which means, little Barbianello. The gardens are as beautiful as you see it in the film, and the flowers are exclusively in the colours of the Italian flag, so red, white, and green. Hmm. you're not actually allowed to go on the grass. That's a rather posh. We found it quite difficult when it came to recreating the photos. Yeah, because he can't walk, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it's almost like Fesserex. He is a little bit.
2: That's quite quite an extreme chair, I think. Press a button, seat goes up, seat goes down.
0: I I I wonder if he uh, had to get hoisted. I was going to say,
2: manual <laughs> handling there. One to assist or two to assist?
0: Oh, because you've got a swift kicking in the balls.
2: Yep. No, he doesn't flinch. Oh, and there's the other guy. He's
1: yeah, like, oh. there's absolutely no need to taser him then.
2: No. But it's a really interesting little villa. Um, it's obviously commonly used for, sort of, um, for weddings. Um, the history is really interesting as well. It was built in the um, 16th century and had lots of editions you know, throughout the years. Um, but really interestingly, in the 70s, um, it was sold by uh, sold to um, Italian Count um, yeah, Guido Monzino, uh, who was actually the leader of the first Italian expedition to Mount Everest. And he was this famous adventurer and explorer, filthy, filthy rich. Um, and the house is filled with um, a lot of his artifacts from all the various expeditions that the EM um, um, undertook, um, and artifacts that he brought back. Um, and he was often, as like the first Italian to kind of, to, you know, to kind of make peace and also to make contact um, with various various tribes who had never previously seen white people. In um, quite a short life, I spent probably the first good 15, 20 years of his life was taken up with with, with his studies. Um, and I think he only lived I think about like 40 yeah he died aged 60 um, so he actually spent a very short amount of that time out out on expeditions and literally as soon as he'd come back he'd be out planning the next one and then he'd go again um, so he crammed you know he didn't he didn't have any children he he was single the whole time so he was very busy um, but he had lived a really interesting life um and I can highly recommend a visit to the villa if you're on, um if you are in Leno. Yeah, we're and, on our uh, way. you haven't seen that area of, um, of Lake Como. Mr. Williams. I can definitely recommend a visit. There he is. Hello, Mr. Bond. Mr. Bond. Hi, Bond. <laughs> Alright. Hi. Hi. How
1: are you doing? I've got another one for you.
2: Didn't bring any chocolates, fucker.
1: The <laughs> code goes into here and then you open this.
2: And then you type it in the and now is your
1: password, yes. No. All right. I've
2: got another
0: one for you. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go. No, no, are, are you sure you want to transaction this money?
2: <laughs> yes, 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 I do. Hi. That's my name. That's my name. <gasps> it's not very secure, is it? Where's the Wayne, special characters? Where's the letters and numbers?
1: Wait, doff you know, not
0: fingers! fingers? <laughs> that's what you asked me to do! Thank you. Off you But! The thing is, that, why, why, why does she not like, give the look of, um... Oh, God, that's so
1: fucking cheesy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, she did.
2: That's right. why she's got her head in the hands. <laughs> oh,
1: no, that's like... No, she's, she's now, like... She's now thinking, I'm fucked, been, I'm fucked. Yeah. No, she's fucked, yeah. If all that was left of you was your smile and your little finger, oh, bless Why
0: would you have to be so fucking charming?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, uh, Carly <laughs> Simon, in it. Why would you have to be so good? Let's <laughs> go in half a shack.
3: <laughs>
0: you sure your balls still work?
1: Let's go test that. Prescribed? Can you I imagine mean,
3: that? I mean, yeah. Can
1: you imagine <laughs> the doctor saying, uh, do "Anyone you could check, <laughs> see if the attack works."
0: I mean, I can't think of any, anything I'd, I'd rather not do. <laughs> like, I, I mean. Check I, Well, after having my boss severely beaten, I don't think I'd be quite in the mood, no matter
1: how hot the girl in front of me is. Well, you would hope at some point you'd recover enough. Yeah, but... We're not suggesting have a bit of IG Barber (laughs) 20 minutes afterwards.
0: I mean, fair point, he's not not in the wheelchair at the moment, so
1: yeah. It's not stick that mangled mess in here, please, is it? It's meant to be after a period of recuperation. Yeah, that's true, that's true. That's
0: still, still in a hospital bed.
1: Why not? I can hear David Arnold's score in my head. I'm not. I've not got any sound on at all.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. It's, it's score to this was a lot better, and this sequence is really nice as well this is this film's equivalent of the barn in majesties you know i'll have to leave mm. and get a proper job sort of thing
2: that barn still exists today you know
0: this, this yeah. is this is the happy ending for all comes crashing down
1: yeah um uh, the barn you went to the barn didn't you
2: yeah i went to the barn it was really good fun was it cold no it was boiling hot
1: <laughs> so bond was just lying <laughs>
2: No, the barn's still there, obviously it's, it's their, um, their kind of storage shed. Um and the only there he grows No he doesn't. His wife makes honey, um, with their apiary, and he has twelve I can't remember, is it twelve or twenty-four cows? He has, he has a herd of cows anyway. Um and they make this really nice out quesa, alp, alp cheese and also hoser, which is um cheese that is made with by, by planing, which is really uh, really delicious. Um Yeah, so it's a working farm Um, and the the chap who owns it um, his father actually played, they in the scene where the cosmon obviously raid raid the barn Um, because Teddy Savalas was was ill that day when they shot that scene so he had to kind of done this bold cap and quickly play a bit part in the movie so that's his claim to fame That's my fun fact about that barn
1: scene Yeah, but you haven't got a fun fact about this beach, which is this film's version of the barn.
2: Yes, yeah, sadly I've not been to that beach, I don't think. Although I have been to Venice, so. I remember going to see this film at the, um, at the Bond All Nighter, and like, literally this film ended like three times for me. I was like,
1: oh, hurry up. So. That's the problem. That's why I don't want to go to those things. They sound a great idea. No, uh,
2: it was good fun though. We, we lasted till the end and we, really, we all really enjoyed ourselves. I've so. normally
1: had it at the end of a double of a double bill, basically. Yeah. And I've ju- I've done midnight screenings and I might only have done one or two ever, to be honest. But I never enjoyed the film as much as I did when I watched it at a sensible time. And I just think everybody's got a story when they go and see all these like marathons of when they really struggled and fell asleep or just about stayed awake or were begging for a certain film to end. And I think that's not pleasure, but,
2: that was good, fun, though.
1: Yeah, part of me wishes I we got. Really enjoyed it. I also know I was strong, and I looked at the lineup, and there was like, it's like I like the Living Daylights. I mean, firstly, it wouldn't have been my choice of films, but having said that, the choice of films was perfectly understandable.
2: Yeah, I think we picked kind of like the first of the but, best films of each actor.
1: So yeah, well, you picked the box office ones of each actor, really, and that the Spy I loved Me wouldn't be your yeah. choice as it was as in the, the highest yeah, Gold. should
2: have really been Thunderbolt cuz so that was the highest grossing, but
1: Yeah, but the iconic one is Goldfinger.
2: Yeah, it was I think it was more in terms so, of the box office and fan favorite for sure. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, Ooh, that's a nice no, one. No no one would pick well, Nick Cox might. Well, well they very, did <laughs> very, very few people would pick Thunderbolt as the choice for a Connery entry. Um, but you had yeah, the cho- so firstly it wasn't quite my choices, but that wasn't so much the problem. But when I did look at the choices like I looked at the time something like the Living Daylights would be finishing, and I'm thinking, Christ, I'll have to go through that Afghanistan bollocks. <laughs> at that time <laughs> of the morning, I will struggle.
2: It was good fun. It was good fun.
1: I'd have been all right with Casino Royale, though, because, like, she's fit. I mean, no, it's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, she, she seems to be lo- looking more mm. natural there as well she
1: looks wonderful yeah she, she does look very natural and then she wears heavy makeup in life which is not always for the best but you know up to her doesn't not suit her but the more natural the better
2: yeah she, just, she doesn't that's a natural
1: beauty even the freckling on her and her body and stuff like that is really like kind of nice and of course she's about to walk through Venice now and she'll stand out because she's the only red in any shot
2: well that's why yeah
0: well, it, yeah it's just amazing i wonder if anyone else anyone else has thought about using the color red in venice well, no
1: passionate. i'm a completely, completely fresh idea <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah i
2: wonder if we have
1: seen that before hmm. so. yeah but that, that 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 sort of little person in that film was nowhere near as fit <laughs> no that was a child
3: can you imagine if this <laughs>
0: film ended the same way <laughs> and that was not a child
1: that was not a child, it was a gnarly old person. It was really weird looking. Yeah,
2: obviously when you, it looks like a child and you turn around and that's actually a, a goblin or a creature or
0: talk, a monster. Talk about what the fuck endings.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's a mate, that's like that's like one of the best shock endings, like
1: a what? Yeah, he's been perceiving time differently as well because he sees his own futil- funeral cortage. Of course. The film. That
2: close up on his face is really we, iconic.
1: We don't even know that he's seen his own funeral cortages. The boat goes by and he sees his wife on it and then it turns out she's still in England with like their son who's had an accident. And he's seen his own funeral cortage. He can see the future. Mm,
2: exactly. But he's
1: seeing those little glimpses of red. He may be seeing his own death. It's uh, It's an unusual film.
2: It's, really it's, good day. it's one of
1: the all-time great horror movies. You, yeah, it doesn't make you want to rush to Venice either because it, it, it it's a very. <laughs> and, that
2: doesn't. No, it's a
0: very oh, eerie film as well. Like the, the, the like. The it's stuff, very atmospheric, the, isn't it? The stuff with we like. Make
1: clear what we're talking about, listeners. It's 1973's. Don't look now with Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie. Must watch. The first rogue film. Yeah, it, it and it's like wintry there a lot of the time as well. So normally when you see Venice, it's picturesque in summer and it isn't. Its body's being like fished out of the water in like, on a grey, misty, horrible day and, yeah.
0: Apparently it all goes like dead in, in the evening time as well, so everything's all very spooky. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, you I, walk
1: across the little bridge and there's no one else there.
0: I, and you hear your own footsteps like echo, really. But yeah. I, I, I say that as from as someone else told me, I've I'm, I'm not personally. But
1: I was, I was very, very young when I went, and I'd like to go again, but I won't go anywhere. <sighs> but that's my own choice. Mm.
0: <sighs> the shame. What this? I think what this sequence really needs was a double-taking pigeon, like the last time it yes. was in Venice.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'm not convinced what's happening is in any way shocking, <laughs> and I think sometimes, you know the avian community (laughs) can communicate that better than us he's about to it's actually quite nicely cut together because where he's about to sort of pop up is a set it's heartbreaking really because he's, mm. he's seeing this relationship literally collapse in front of him
0: mm. like the building how poignant
1: perhaps a metaphor for,
0: <laughs> for
1: life it's a, no it's just an Alan Partridge moment Remember that? <laughs> he said, perhaps a metaphor for and then he clearly couldn't then he think goes, of ah. anything just changes, just changes the subject
2: <laughs> it is a metaphor for life
1: Just so non nonsense. Just the economy of movement that we haven't had since Sean Connery. No, definitely.
0: Then you have like the the really stereotype bomb villain.
1: Yeah, I know. When you look him up on IMDb as well, it's probably in the book, but I don't remember it. His first name is Adolf. <laughs> <It's> Adolf Getler. <laughs>
0: I mean, like it's 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 almost like parody esque, isn't it? I mean, it, I'd, I'd, it is. yeah. I mean, I, I kind of like it as a throwback, but at the same time, I do look at it and think it does look out of place.
1: It'll be a description in the book that he had like an eye patch or a covering over one eye. I can't remember because I read the book again maybe seven months ago, something like that. Seven or eight months ago, I was going to read. In fact I referenced on a podcast at one point that was one of the Marvel ones I re-listened really to that I was gonna be watching them, reading them all. And that so it must be over a year, because 'cause I'd got as far a certain way by then. I haven't really got a lot further. I think the bottom line is I like the character. At his very best some of the Fleming stuff's really, really good. I mean, when you're enjoying one of his books, you're really enjoying one of his books. But for the most part, I don't think they're that good. Um and again, there are generations of Bond fans. Going
2: back to that argument is very much of their time, aren't they? So you kind of have to.
1: It's, but again, it's not re- even with a
2: pinch of. <laughs>
1: you know. I'm not even saying that, though. I'm not going. Well, it's because they're racist. There is nothing to do with that. I, I no, think well, I didn't say what, that. You know, what he does is writes. He, what he does is finish a book better than most people. In the where is books, where are books good? Like Casino Royale the Last 20 30 pages, you just he sticks them. to
2: that formula, isn't he? Really, kind wanting of
1: wanting to get it, has got like, that kind of tried and
2: tested through the formula, yeah. and they kind of really sort of revive the genre as well.
1: So, yeah, I mean, what he created was obviously extraordinary. All I'm saying is, I don't get a lot of momentum with them. Or what I, I think I
2: really... without it, I, did, I think we really have not have like the spy genre as it is, as it stands now, certainly how it was like in the 60s, for example. Bollywood had characters sort of like, um, like sort of born like high Palmer, that sort of like it's certainly a lot a lot later, um. You know, it wasn't by means like the template of the series as well, so you've got to go back to which is honey, and that kind of template as well. So it's taking that and reviving it really. So, but what as he you as he say, Dave, what he was doing, it was, it was nothing new, but he just kind of injected a, a new kind of vigour into it really. So, yes, it's very what, much of its time and
1: but what I'm it's, doing is, is not
2: trailblazing really, to be honest. So, it's I would not agree. really
1: literary, literary criticism though, particularly. I'm not. I'm not making any comment about its place in history or anything like that. Oh, that's what I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, I'm really <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that, like, I read Casino Royale and really, really liked it. And then I read the second one and fucking hated it. That is because it's of its time. I'm reading this fucking posh twat's yeah, it's a bit grim. Uh, observations oh. about the black man was just getting on my fucking tits. Yeah, you had to. And then I read Moonraker, which is really good. It wasn't as good last time I read it as the first no, time. Yeah, that's I read really it, good. That it was, was good. Yeah,
2: because you didn't
1: do much. Tra- uh, they, they, they seem to alternate in quality because that's followed by Diamonds Are Forever, which is shite. Mm,
3: um,
1: yeah. And then that's followed by From Russia With Love, which is really, really good. Which is good. genius. But then you got Doctor No and Goldfinger, neither of which are particularly good. No, Doctor just
2: has pockets of, of brilliance. That's like where the scene where he's escaping the tunnels, I think, it's just, it's really raw and visceral.
1: That's um, where and I've you stopped, kind of,
2: And you can imagine that in the film as well. You kind of see him really struggling to escape.
1: But it, I just got bored <laughs> with it. I, yeah, I it just I got I bored. Like, was, I, I was, re- I read From Russia With Love and really, really liked it, and I'd, I'd liked about half of what I'd read before. Um... And then I read Doctor No and struggled, just was bored. Uh, so I might as well just go and watch the fucking film. Um, but I, I, I got through it and I started watching reading Goldfinger and that wasn't any better. And I have read a bit further in the past because I'm pretty sure I've read Majesties. But like, I stalled a long time ago and there's always something else I'd rather read. And it, is that a comment on Fleming? I really don't know. I think
2: i think a lot of it has to do with your mood at the time as well not not you personally but like my no mood no as just well. in
1: general yeah i'm really and in yeah, the mood definitely. for me they're, they're i'm not suggesting they're bad i just i'm not convinced they're genius particularly but the standards. is not it with anyone
2: really? is not it seem same with Dickens? Same seem with, same with, same with um, any them, other kind, kind of spot, you know, spy genre writer, definitely.
1: If so you read them, they're very. It's, it's
2: all going to be kind of up and down, isn't it?
1: It's, it's very. You know, it's never down. going to be sort of perfect, hundred percent. So. on the basis of the first sort of half of the novels, if you like, which is what I've read, they sort of kind of alternate roughly. One's good. Yeah, definitely. I so say yeah, I would,
2: I'd recommend go back and reading them again. It's, it all just depends on how you know how you are with them. So it it else you else might have a bad does. time with it. If not, we might be like, oh
1: yes, it's really good. Well, because like it be well, it's a bit of
2: a slow burn; it kind of takes time to get going. So,
1: yeah, the first book's great. The third book's great, and the oh, wow. fifth book's great. and You can't really argue with that. Uh, they they are all great. The rest of them is well, see how you go, really. But I will get to them. I'll get. I'll you know maybe I'll go away at some and I'll be sat and I'll just have a day by a pool reading them or something. But because they're quite quick. The bond books aren't to be
2: fair, they are easy reads. You can't—they're they're not—they're not, not massive tomes. You can flick through them.
1: Yeah, what like two hundred, two hundred and fifty pages on average. They're not long at yeah, all. Yeah.
2: Even shorter if you do the audio in Yeah.
1: Oh god, that was awkward. Or Let listen to the, plays, to the plays. The Radio for plays. Listening to people like Dan Stephen or Rory Kinnear like having a fucking <laughs> <event laughs> time.
2: That that's, he does—he does a good
1: one. He does. Yeah, yeah, this Negro. It's just like this is so yeah. awkward.
2: Yeah, you have to go like skip past that, like.
1: Oh. Yeah, but we're living that die. You got to skip past the whole fucking book.
2: Yeah, the radio show, the radio play was quite good
1: though. What made it worse was the book ain't very good. It, it isn't just like no, that but I, I think book the, book the play
2: elevates good. it slightly. They kind of they can use a bit of dramatic license to, to improve upon
1: parts. Right. Anyway, we're we just to be honest. These we're into Pierce good. Brosnan <laughs> territory now. Look.
2: Oh yeah, it's very much <laughs> Bros.
1: No one's seen. No one's seen that I haven't tried to revive her.
0: See, he basically just groped her boob.
1: He did, didn't he? <laughs> she died, but cop to feel.
0: Like I, I, I'm, I'm checking the vitals, but you know, oh, know. My, my hand just yeah. happens to be cupping there, and now he's just fucking snogging <laughs> her.
1: this reaction here, though, this was raw time. And again, there's no worry about looking good. You know, it's just, let's just play the emotion of the scene. If he looks a bit rough and ready, so what? There'll be plenty of time to stick him in a suit and have him look good. There aren't many Bonds who could have played that scene as well. That's the set, though. That's the set. It's just lit.
2: Yes. There's
1: a point, don't you know? Yeah, it's indoors. That's indoors. They've just lit it so well.
2: Yeah, sometimes it's a bit obvious I mean, Lost in watching Few Only And the bit where they actually finally um, Reach the top of the monastery It goes from really obvious um,
1: yeah.
2: Outside to set up pine wood And it's just like, oh, it smacks you in I the think,
1: face I think there's a bit of that at the start of the Living Daylights as well
2: <laughs> Yeah, there is just a little bit you
1: know, so the re- I'm pretty sure the reveal of Timothy Dalton Is on a soundstage where he turns Yeah, yeah. Look how pretty that is though
2: Oh, come on
1: So, so, Bond, uh, some exposition for you. <laughs> Let me just explain the plot. We come back to the job. I didn't mind that office. That That's the Brosnan era office. The, the, the table changed position now and again, but that is the Brosnan era office. And then Forster threw it out the window to have this stupid minority report set. Hmm. And then mendez kind of used that area of the set if you like and retooled it slightly so she had that window set in skyfall which i don't like as much
0: and now we're back to the good old traditional yeah.
1: office. the bernard lee office yeah more or less still not a double door but no it, it close it's close enough I was like dicking around to end up exactly where we were <laughs> this was all right though if this had been you know the post 95 set yeah. and that was an end to it by now it will have it would have been in like eight films do you know what I mean and it would just be that's m's office I'm fine with it it's the sort of Judy Den- Dench variant yeah. if you like.
0: Well they kind of was moving away from that anyway, they were kinda of having like the M scene was usually like on location somewhere else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You you only saw it two or three times in the Brosnan era anyway, for example. But To be honest, if if you ask me what do I miss most in the series of anyone and anything, it's Bernard Lee. You know, if I could have one thing be timeless and still be there, it would be Bernard Lee. On screen, off screen, it'd probably be like John Barry or something, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. But certainly on screen, the one thing that... That All the M's are alright, actually. I always thought I didn't like Robert Brown at all, but actually, he's alright with Dalton. For some reason. This
0: is a
3: Country Cup 007.
1: Yeah, all of that works. Even his Living Daylight stuff with him is really good. Um, all the M's have been really good, and Denge is really, really good to the point that I still miss her. So it's not to be interpreted as a knock on her, but getting back that traditional office now is only half of the story. It's it was the office that I missed Miss Bernard Lee as well mm-hmm. that I'm missing.
2: No, yeah, he's iconic in the role. Wonderful. So this is Villa La and it's on C- also on Lake Como. Yeah. Um, it's actually a residential building. Um, and the only rents out two two flats, something like four grand per person. It's crazy, um, but you can't be just anybody. You, you have to be fully vetted, so you can't just be any old riffraff renting out Wait a those
1: minute, this It's fucking criminal, bastard. Have it.
2: <laughs> but it's a really gorgeous, really gorgeous. Um, you can get obviously by road, obviously, but you can get up to by boat as well. Oh, iconic line. Silence, please.
0: And that's when we have the first time we actually hear the the bond.
1: It's the suit. It's the suit. The suit's magnificent.
2: The suit speaks it. Yeah, epic line. But yeah, that one, that video isn't accessible um, to, to tourists. Um, but it is really beautiful. You can drive up to it and look through the gate and take photos and what have you. Um, it looks you know, pretty much as it appears in the film when it hasn't changed. And um, next to it, there's this really curious building, kind of like just a... a sort of like a low-rise maze in that, I guess. Um, I don't know if it was perhaps, you know, if it for servants or, you know, um, people who kind of run the building to live there, but it looked a bit derelict, um, and we were like, oh, it should, should be a hotel, and you could have, like, Hotel 007 or something, <laughs> that would be quite good fun. But that's a really beautiful building, um, and you can, uh, I said, you can rent it out. But sadly we didn't, but we drove by, was passed on the boat, and had a big ogling at the building.
0: He, he oh. ogled the building.
2: He yeah, ogled the building. That's yeah, a really, like, nice building.
0: Look at those.
2: really nice building. Really nice building. Look,
1: look at those
2: ramparts. <laughs> it's got its own, its own private entrance.
1: Oh, so nice Oh, I can see its private entrance from here. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah, the, the grounds are really nice. They're really pretty. Really well looked after. Um, about four thousand square meters, I think. I think we were told. Um, yeah, really lovely. And obviously you're on the bank of Lake Como as well, so super beautiful. But yeah, sadly you can't go in because Mr White lives there, so.
1: But oh, generally well I, can,
2: don't. I can recommend a visit to, to Lake Como, it's very pretty.
0: Um, so here we are, we're into the next day. <laughs> Just yes, about morning. Yeah.
1: Our first two-day podcast. That's 7 o'clock. Actually, we I think was it might have been the rankings episode, I forget. We finished at about, like, four minutes to midnight or something then. I was still, like, trying to put, like, the rough cut together in the early hours, but we haven't actually recorded over the midnight before. Yeah. I don't think, anyway. 24 hours of podcasting. We, f- we frequently finish, like, 11.30 or something. This isn't that much later, but yeah oh well i think a few minutes to go how long's left on the credits unfortunately yeah uh, probably to about another, three,
0: another minute or a couple of minutes yeah,
1: yeah. um as this you can actually tell the sort of it yeah you can sort of tell where, where that se- that section of the film was shot there by the names former yugoslavia
0: <laughs> and that's that's our commentary. So uh, I was going to say, so Beckett, any fun facts?
2: Those are my fun facts. I distributed them during the film. That's oh, all I've okay. got to say, unfortunately.
0: No, that's fine. I'm just seeing if there's any more.
2: Um, um, let's, have a look. let's see what else I have.
1: Um no, you'd have to look up any board. that's Absolutely fine.
2: I think that I think that was it. Unfortunately, how about you? Any any fruit? Any fruit corners, Chris?
0: Um, well, there was uh, some nice uh, orange peel in his uh, wang not fingered
2: Oh,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and, uh, and, of course, Felix asked them to hold the fruit. Oh. I'm assuming that he meant, don't put Ooh. it in my drink, not just stand there holding fruit. Because <laughs> I think that's an unfair request.
0: Unless it was an innuendo, and he actually meant, cut my
1: balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how how oh. would you su- so I, I can see how that's cut my balls? How would you subtly ask them to work the shaft?
3: Um,
1: stro-
0: Clearly, not something
1: you have thought about, is it?
0: Stroke the banana? I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ends up with a banana in his drink because they're just not getting the subtleties of what he's asking. Yeah that's it then it's all finished and that's our well it won't be so long till the next bomb film
0: no, well well we are staying in the spy genre aren't we
1: we are uh, more or less so let's do social media and then sign off. For me, you can find me at the Kid 1976
0: on Twitter. Oh, you can find me at on Twitter. You can also keep up with all the old episodes that maybe aren't iTunes anymore, such as our old original Bond series, uh, at CineTriarchsCo.uk.
2: You can follow us on Twitter at expect us a talk. And all the usual places.
1: So we are staying in the spy genre. I don't but- know... It feels—it just feels difficult, Chris. More than difficult, in fact.
0: What? Because you want to constantly feel the need to run away?
1: Yeah, the <laughs> amount of running. Requires, run from everything. But also, these missions just seem challenging.
2: I you know what we're running away from? Yeah,
1: so it, I imagine it's called like mission. Difficult? difficult. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mission um, not entirely possible. Football.
1: <laughs> that would be like a British person, with it? Mission, <laughs> mission will we'll have a we'll give it a value. good Mission will have a <laughs> tough crack at it Yes, we'll have a jolly good We'll have a jolly good go Alright, okay, Becca, sign us off
2: Yes, we are embarking on a new chapter This message will self-destruct in five seconds which means do you expect to talk or return with our review series of Mission
3: Impossible?